totally forgot to do something. <laughs> I knew I was missing something. That's okay. We'll fix it on the fly, Philip. Like we always do. How the hell are you? What's going on? How is your your life going? <laughs> oh yeah, let's fix this. The Royal Chalice. How are you? Welcome back to the uh, the worst show on the internet. It's banned, it's wrong, it's evil, it's wrong thinking. Just watching this and being here and definitely commenting is going to put you on a watch list. Minimum. So if you like your air travel, uh, well, you're probably vaccinated already. So you don't need more problems in your life. So turn it off right now. Turn it off and run away. Run away. Don't walk away, run. Both legs, very quickly, as fast as you can. Because um, you're you're on you're on watch list. This I'm in trouble with the lights here. If I just turn them off, turn them on. What is this? Huh? This camera, I'm telling you, always got problems. How you guys doing? Welcome back. It's the 16th of day of whatever year this is. COVID. Uh, I don't know. The first year that World War III starts. So that's interesting. Who's looking forward to it? I am. I like explosions. I like, uh, you know, radioactive nuclear fallout and all of that kind of shit. <laughs> dag year one. It is dag year one. It also could be dag year zero if everything keeps going the way that it's going. I'm sure that the, the woke army and the woke uh, leadership of the Western world is surely up to the task of defeating the polar opposite, uh, you know, very serious, you know, <laughs> very serious people to the east. Uh, you know, I keep wanting to say the Soviets, but, uh, you know, and then there's the Chinese and then there's the, you know, the Iranians and, and so on and so forth. But, hey, we have uh, we've got transgender bathrooms. We've got people with purple hair. We've um, got drag queen story time. We've got officers walking around in their high heels, the red high heels. You know what I mean? How can someone be that confident in their masculinity ever be defeated in war? It's impossible. Uh, clearly, we're playing all the right cards here. We've got nothing to worry about at all. We are definitely in. Un <laughs> definitely they can't defeat us. It's impossible. Sergeant Bear, how are you, man? He says, happy birthday, you old bastard. Thank you. It was my birthday a couple of days ago. I'm 36 years old. Can you imagine? It's so bad. 36 going on 66. Hey, Miagra, Miagra Mac. That's a weird name. Thank you. Thank you very much. He says, thanks for all you do and are a happy birthday. Thank you very much. Appreciate it. Hell, Billy, deluxe, happy belated birthday. Okay, okay, okay. Old balls. I am old. 60, 30, 36, 60, whatever it is. Uh, we're, we're all going to be nuked soon. It's fine. Who cares? Have fun. Live your life. Eat cake. Uh, throw it at people. Whatever you want to do. Cam is key. How are you, man? He says, can you dilate for two hours a day while the Russians shell your position? Um, I'm not sure. I'm not sure if that would induce labor or prevent it. 
It would definitely prevent labor if you're obliterated and hit directly with, a, with an artillery shell or a rocket or something. Uh, ask the Reddit battalion. <laughs> no, you can't. They're dead. They're all dead. Wife to hell, Billy. How are you, madam? Happy belated birthday. She says, much love, even if you're old as dirt. Just kidding. I'm still older than you. Only in earth years. In stress years, I'm incredibly old. I'm ancient. Um... Proud Canadian over on Rumble says, India and China stand with Russia. That should go fine, right? Of course, they've got nuclear weapons and billions of people and troops and soldiers. And uh, Then there's also the, you know, <laughs> bye-bye Pitur. Yeah, he didn't last very long. I'm sure he's gone. Did you see the picture of the abandoned Ukrainian position with this, a uniform and some other equipment thrown about? There's a battery-powered dildo laying there. That was probably Pitur's last, his last, uh, last known position. <laughs> Unbelievable. Um, or is it? Maybe it's totally believable. I'm not sure. Some people are over there talking about the... Uh, my boy, Jake uh, Spinney, the ghost of Wellington Street from the Ottawa uh, protest there at the, the War Memorial. He's over there talking to uh, Viva Fry right now on his channel. So glad, glad, I'm going to go watch that after the fact. Go see how he's doing. I see Ferry is in there stream sniping for Viva Fry. How much did they pay you to steal... Uh, no, he, apparently Ferryman works for... Uh, Works for Viva Fry now. I don't. <laughs> well, you don't pay anything. Shut up, Billy. I pay in love. Uh, <laughs> uh, Carrot SK, future privateers, happy birthday. You don't look a day over five foot nine. Oh, come on. I'm five foot nine and a half. If I really want to push it, I could lie and say I'm five ten, but you know, women are really zeroed in on that kind of thing. They'll know. They'll know I'm a liar. So I say five nine and a half. Uh, he says it's all downhill from there. I've been going downhill for years, sir. I've been going downhill so fast it's blowing my hair straight back, all right? I'm basically in free fall right now. I'm just learning to live with it, you know? I'm doing some spins. I'm doing uh, flips. I'm, you know, drinking a beer. <laughs> I stand with Monaco. What a, what a mess. This is all such a mess. Um... It ain't looking good, uh, but I'm not playing. A lot of people, some people were asking earlier what the name of that song was. Oh, Bubbling, there, look, he's already, he's already tormenting me with the bubblings. He knows what he's doing. He knows how to do it. Um, what the hell was I talking about? I completely forget. You see, this is the same time. I have to mute his channel. I have to do, I can't do this anymore. He's too prolific. He's too out of control. Uh, T.me slash the ferryman's toll. He's uh, the world-class uh, meme champion. Elon Musk is using his memes now, okay? So, I don't know. I, I know you think your memes are good, but are they Elon Musk-worthy good? Um, <laughs> yeah. So, we're taking over everything right now. Uh, <laughs> iMarket sold. Said, I just clicked on Rumble. Is CSIS coming to interview me soon? They might. They might. They've been interviewing people, and uh, we've been having some constructive conversations with those folks, honestly. It's, uh, it, it's pretty interesting. It's, it's quite the departure from what you would expect. Um, it turns out, um, you know, there, there uh, seem to be some, some pretty solid people over there. Uh, they just so happen to... You ever? It's like this. I mean, I worked in the Army, right? I know what it's like to be a big part of a big organization. You can have a really great team of people, but at the end of the day, your ultimate boss, who is it? It's the Prime Minister, and he is a fucking moron. He's an absolute incompetent uh, buffoon and a, a dumb as a rock. So, you know, you've got mental Marco Mendocino, and much to the chagrin of probably everyone working at CSIS. I mean, that's just got to hurt, you know? So I, I feel bad picking on them, you know? Their lives are hard enough. They have to go to work, and that guy is their boss. This picture is probably in their office. Oh, my God, you know? Do you imagine trying to give briefings to that guy? So what you're saying is, so you're saying that, like, there's, like, Nazis everywhere, right? Uh, no. No, 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 Mr. Mendocino, that's not what we said. So, so, there, so we should just throw everybody in jail, then? N no, w at what stage of my presentation did you get that idea? Well, at the, wor <laughs> the World Economic Forum's Young Leaders Group, you know, I was groomed. Oh, okay, okay, yeah, I don't know. I feel bad. 
Oh, mental, mental, Marco. It's okay. Don't worry. The fantasy country isn't going to hurt you, but apparently it already has. This is a generation of people who think trauma comes from bad words and, uh, you know, bad weather. People honking horns causes post-traumatic stress disorder, et cetera, et cetera. Um, And these are the people that want to fight a war with the Russians and the Chinese and, by extension, the Iranians, possibly the Indians. Um, You know, World War III is shaping up to be, be an interesting scenario. One that we can't possibly win, by the way. At, there is a 0% chance we're going to win. Um, and I shouldn't even say we. I'm not involved. I, <laughs> I've, the Daglon maintains neutrality. We have nothing to do with this. This whole thing is insane. And uh, you people are completely out of your minds. Okie dokie. Um, hang on. Let me check this. Is it still running? I don't think so. I'm not banned on Twitch. What are you talking about? Uh, Austin316, hello. Hello, hi everybody on Twitch, how are you doing? Uh, uh, and, and Rumble as well, YouTube, everywhere else that you're at, if you're there listening uh, on the Spotify channel, Podbean and all the rest, thank you very much for your continued support. Um, still holding it down. Uh, one of the top 25 uh, podcasts in the country. Is that insane? <laughs> are you jealous, bro? Are you really? Uh, penetrate the Ukraine? Yeah, no kidding. Oh, they're doing it. Um, we'll get into that. There's all kinds of reasons to be, you know, they're, they're, this is going to happen. I'm, I'm Unfortunately, uh, I have to say, there's no way out of this um, because I'm just a guy with a, with a goat figurine who's vice president and, you know, our, our um, security team back there, Billy Bob the Bigot Brick and his uh, bastard uh, Bigot Brick family who are building it back better. They, there's only so much they can do, <laughs> you know. Like um, when we say, hey, can we not send a hundred million dollars and you know truck and boat and ship plane loads of weapons um to the enemies of the russian federation who after explicitly saying don't do that or we will consider you an enemy uh, actor in this conflict i can only say please don't do that uh they're they're gonna they're gonna do it they all stand with the current thing um none so much as much of a war hawk as pierre polyev who turned out to actually be the biggest disappointment in my political lifetime um there was a real chance there for a little while that he could have really taken this uh populist movement and uh you know work things for the better and and made some changes but he didn't he's gone full neocon war hawk now and uh, he really wants to see dead Canadian kids. He really does. He wants to see lots of dead Canadians. That's what Pierre wants. He wants to see a lot of dead people, maybe in the billions, um, because we need to do more to make sure that this war happens. Um, you're dealing with a building full of people who don't know anything about anything, uh, especially war fighting, and apparently are oblivious to the fact that we don't even have a military. We can't even participate. So they're just lining us up to get our asses stomped just for the sake of it. And you have Zelensky in there going, uh, and by the way, Pierre was so moved. I was so moved. I was so moved almost to tears by his, by his speech, in which Zelensky appeared to be uh, hungover and uninterested. And uh, it was probably the least passionate thing I've ever seen. Uh, you know, I... I <laughs> There's more passion coming out of a out of a 15 year old who finds his dad's porn magazines than uh, they came out of Zelensky there in that speech. But nonetheless, Pierre is so moved by it. we have to do more. We have to we have to get involved. And we oh do we we do huh? We need to see in order to stop the killing, we need to increase the killing to a factor of 1,000. That is, I, I know it sounds counterintuitive, but when your your primary objective is innocent people are being killed, bad. 
So we need to stop this. And the way we do that is kicking off the biggest, most destructive and, and, and fatal war in history that will probably destroy the earth and end humanity. Uh, it really. One third, I saw a poll that one third of Americans uh, support nuclear war over Ukraine. Uh, they don't know where Ukraine is. They couldn't show you where Odessa or Kiev or, or Donetsk or Mariupol or any of these places are on a map. Um, but they want to destroy the earth over it. Because um, these people are narcissists. They don't think about anything. Um, they don't really... They, they live in a fake fantasy bubble where they think nothing's going to happen to them. It'll never happen to me. Much like these people volunteering to go over and fight in the Ukraine, who are pretty much all dead from what I've gathered. Um, you know, they don't show you anything. They don't see anything on TV. You know, CBC's not playing any of this or CNN. or Oh, trust me, the Russians are getting their... Really? Where's the video? Where is it? You're, you're, you're just kicking their ass left and right. Let's see some footage. Oh, we can't show you. It's too scary. We can't do it. Well, really, because the Russians have a ton of it, actually. If you go to their Telegram channels, there's a lot. My favorite one, if you want to go there right now, t.me slash Intel Slava. Uh, they're uploading video and pictures and footage and interviews and st- every day, every day, lots, nonstop. And it is nothing but a full-blown ass raping. Um, they are finding their, their cut their look, dead American passports. Oh, look, there's some more British. Hey, look, British weapons, French weapons, Norwegian weapons, uh, Swedish weapons. Look at that. Isn't that crazy? Look at these more foreign dead mercenaries. Oh, geez. Look at that. More surrendering Ukrainians saying they're not being fed. They're not being paid. Look, more, more people we've rescued or p- people are coming out of their homes to high five and hug the, the Russian soldiers for saving them and this kind of thing. It's weird that they're not showing any of this on television. I mean, I suppose the Russians have faked it all. They're, they're very well known as we know for their highfalutin Hollywood propaganda. If there's anything the Russians are known for, it's wasting a fuckload of time on fake videos. See, here's here's how you know uh, the Russians are definitely, they've already won. They won this war in two or three days. The Ukrainian Air Force doesn't exist. Uh, it's gone. The Navy is gone. It abandoned most of their ships and just ran away. The army is completely encircled. They control all of the roadways. It's, it's finished. They surrounded the cities and go, please, can you please just surrender? Please just surrender. We don't, the difference is now you can surrender now. And uh, it'll be over. Or you can make us come on and root you out of these cities by force and 100,000 people will die and you've still lost. So really you're throwing 100,000 lives away for no reason. This is the great leadership of someone like Volodymyr Zelensky, who is Canada's greatest ally, who we need to... We need to have here and, and, and clap and everybody stand and have a standing ovation for how wonderful... No, one, no one's ever heard of this guy until about three days ago. But uh, that's something we need to we need to make sure we kill billions of people for. Uh, or at the very least, at the very bare minimum, let's have food prices. No, it's going to kill people, right? We're going to have the food prices jump up 20%, 50%, 100%, uh, energy prices, and so on. You know what happens to poor people and people that are having, already having trouble paying their bills and keeping their businesses afloat and this kind of thing? They, they don't stay afloat. They drown and they die. That's what happens. So by that, a factor alone. Um, all of these people are, are drunkenly clapping drunk <laughs> their way to World War Three or to, to greater conflict, bigger fires, more death tolls, more destruction, more economic ruin. And why? Well, because we stand with the current thing, because uh, TV said so, because I saw I saw a Ukrainian flag on TV and people were crying and stuff. And that's that's it. I saw a uh, was reading through a something a psychologist or someone someone much smarter than me. Um, I kind of come to these conclusions sometimes on my own, but I'm not capable of really articulating them in a manner that is worthy of human consumption. It's more of like guttural. It's more like Rickyisms and, and grunting noises and aggressive gestures. I smash a bottle sometimes. I paint something with my blood on the wall. It's like I don't know what he's trying to say, and I just kind of point to something someone that's smarter than me has said, and that's, yeah, that's what I meant. Um, and it's and it's it goes like this. It's uh, the people, and I've often said this. 
that it's weakness is our problem. The West is weak. We have weak people, weak societies. Oh, God, I just bit my own tongue. What the fuck's going on here? Let's start over. Weak people, weak societies, and a weak culture that celebrates weakness. It celebrates uh, mediocrity. It celebrates failure. And um, in in a culture like that where people are, are afraid to be anything or do anything, uh, weak people particularly uh, will do something. That's why This is why the sheep now metaphor is so perfect. Um, and I've talked about this before as well. The way that the this, this sheep survives is because it, it's a pack animal. It's a herd animal, like a herd of gazelles, the same idea. It has no real means of defending itself. So what it does is it relies on other people getting, you know, catting, catching the metaphorical bullet, the other people being eaten by the lions first. Because there's a hundred of us, it's not going to eat us all. It might eat one or two. So my odds of survival by just staying with the herd increase. Now the sheep do that and so do, um, so do, the, so do the sheep people. They do what's they they pass uh, uh, through what's called a consensus filter, and they look around. And what the TV does is present the false illusion that everyone agrees with the current thing, and you need to agree with the current thing. And that's what they do. They I I agree. I stand with the current thing because they're weak and pathetic, and they're scared, and they just do what they think everyone else is doing to increase their chances of survival. Because if you stand outside of the pack, outside of the herd or the crowd and have your own opinions, and stand on your own two feet, people go, you're different, you're not doing what the thing says, you're not doing the thing, and now you're on your own, and your prospects of survival drop, and that's too scary for people. So rather than think for themselves, rather than come to their own conclusions, or, or measure anything against anything else, or you know, even investigate alternative viewpoints, or anything like that, they just watch the 30 seconds of TV, change the Facebook flag filter to the Ukrainian flag, or the French flag, or the BLM avatar, or whatever, it, or the vaccine, double vax, triple vax, or maybe the mask, or whatever it is, whatever it is, each week, day, every hour it seems to change to something else, I stand with the current thing, don't hurt me. That's what it says to me. Please don't. I, I agree with everything. Don't leave me alone. Don't hurt me. I'm scared. Yep. And that is why you're going to lose. That's why your entire society is, is crumbling and falling apart. And that is why the, the Chinese and the Russians and the eastern part of the world is, is up and coming. They're very serious. They're take no prisoners kind of mentality and getting things done. And you guys are, well, we, us, we're over here worried about uh, feelings and in, in imaginary genders that don't exist. And how many bathrooms can we make uh, multi-gender in this kind of thing? And we need to save the whales and save the refugees and save everything and save this and save that. And, and in doing so, actually, have been destroying uh, most of our society. Society. Save the planet, you know, that's nice. Um, so you've got the people of the woke uh, versus everyone else. And we're seeing a very, we're seeing a preview of that right now in Ukraine with the uh, woke forces of the Reddit brigades fighting against the Russian Federation, a professional army, one of the top three in the world. And, you know, Who's it's anybody's guess how this is going to go? Um, I wouldn't suspect very well for the West because, you know, we've been doing, we've been busy bombing other countries for 20 years, which has created uh, quite a vacuum in funding. Uh, the United States is $30 trillion in debt. Canada itself is coming up to close to $2 trillion. We have massive burnout and attrition rates in our own military. Everybody wants to just go the hell home and be done with it. We can't keep retention. Uh, retention rates are in the basement. Everybody wants out. Nobody wants in. So we're losing troops left and right. We don't even have enough men to fill our own units. Most of our vehicles are destroyed and broken down. We have got a backlog of uh, parts to reorder and, and things to fix and uniforms. And it's because you've been running around burning this candle at both ends for 20 years. You know what they've been doing? The exact opposite. Preparing, training, preparing, stacking, stacking, and stacking, and getting ready and getting ready. And they're fresh as a daisy. 
And you want to fight these people. With what exactly? I would ask, um, and, and, I'll, and I'll finish with this before I'm going to, I'm going to absolutely crush this because it's definitely needed. There is a uh, a post I put on um, Telegram earlier and uh, maybe other places. I don't remember. The minimum age to join the Canadian Forces is 16 as a reservist. I personally joined as a teenager because I was an idiot. (laughs) But you know what the maximum age is? Anybody want to take a guess? It's uh, embarrassingly high because Canada is not a serious country. Do you think it's really... A good idea to <laughs> recruit. I mean, listen, war is a, is, a, is, a, is a young man's game. It's very physical. It's very mentally, physically, very, very demanding. So that being said, if you've got an army, you know, most other professional armies have a cutoff. I, don't think, I think the Marines, the United States Marines might be 23 or 25. Uh, I think the British Royal Marines might be 25 or 27. Minimum, like maximum. You're older than that. You're too old. We don't want to waste our time. Canada's is 57 years old. 57 years old. Three years away from 60. So that's who we're willing to take. We're willing to pay, we're willing to take a 57 year old man as a private or as an officer. The 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 uh, it's the same for officers and NCMs. I think it was 51 when I was in. So we've gone ahead and lowered the standard even more. Why not 65? Why not 70? Why not, hey, if you can hold a gun, you're in. But why not? Because Canada has such high, high standards. That being said, every single one of these people, and I encourage you to do this at, at home. You want, you want to, you're bored? You want to, you want to uh, screw around and, and make some people upset? Find your local MP or your MLA or whoever it is and see if they're, are they pro-war? Are you pro-support Ukraine? Support the current thing? You want to do this? Really? You, you think we should, we, should be, we should take a further involvement? We need, to, uh, we need to stand up to Russian aggression and all of this kind of thing. Well, send them the nearest recruiting center location and send them an application form to join the Canadian Forces because as far as I'm uh, concerned, you lead by example. And if you want people to send their children off to die in a war in a place in a, in a country you can't even find on a map, you had better be the first person in line to do so. Pierre Polyev, you're 42 years old. What are you waiting for? Justin Trudeau, you're not 57. Jagmeet Singh, you're not 57. Let's go. I, I don't I don't see the issue here. You know, you need soldiers. You, you need leadership. You need ins, you need inspiration. You want people to stand up to the Russian. Well, sh- lead the way, big fella. You're the one with all. You, you know, you're the one that cares so much. You're so moved, Pierre. Are you? Are you so moved? You're so moved that we need to do more. We need. You know, you, when, when he says we need to do more, he means let's send your children to go get yeeted in a field on the east of the Dnieper River by Russian artillery, and your bodies will never even be returned to your families because there's no way to... There's, it's never going to happen. You're just going to be blown into dust, and that's going to be that. Maybe your families get a notice in a month after they can't find a single piece of your remains and go, hey, he's probably dead. Oh, well, good thing we stood up for Ukraine. Sorry, McDonald family or whoever it was, your daughter or son was just obliterated by a T-72 because, well, we had to, we had to do more. Because that guy in his chair over there making $170,000 before all of his bureaucratic interests and, you know, stock options and, tip, you know, and the rest of it. You know, that millionaire in the House of Commons was really, he's really sad. He's sorry for your sacrifice. And he, he, he is also wondering, do you have any other children you could send? Because he'd really appreciate if you could send even more children. He's not going to send his own. He's not going to go himself. But, uh, you know, 
So, something to think about. You guys want to fight so much? Uh, do it yourself. I'll, 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 I'll do it. How about this? You can get ten. Fuck it. Five of these people in the House of Commons go join the military. I'll be right behind you. <laughs> They're never going to do it. The people who are most pro-war are the ones that know the least about it and are the least fit to make any decisions about this. And the fact that there's not a single person in that building that's even clamoring for sanity saying that this is crazy is disturbing. Let me know if you see anything strange with this. One of these things is not like the other. This is The Economist. This is a Rothschild-owned magazine. Um... Why Afghanistan needs more troops. A heart-rending but necessary war. Why war should be justified. The case for war. How to set Syria free. Hit him hard. Blood and oil. Lessons from tyranny. We've got Muammar Gaddafi. We've got um, Saddam Hussein. We've got Bashar al-Assad here. You know, we've got whoever was in charge of Afghanistan. Really, we were there for the minerals and then, you know, the, 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 you know, the money and so on. And uh, But over here, we've got The Economist. Just a somber Ukrainian flag with some blood on it. Oh, jeez. Isn't that strange? What's different? What's changed exactly? Because it's not like wars are new. I would know. I was in one. There has been quite a few just in my lifetime. And for some reason, the mainstream media, the political class, the corporate uh, class, the celebrity class, you know, basically everyone is really concerned about Ukraine. Really want to make sure that you're doing the right thing and standing with Ukraine and standing with the current thing. Why is that? Why were they completely silent on Yemen or, or Libya or Somalia or Iraq or Afghanistan uh, or, or, or Syria or any of the, or Palestine or any of the other number of uh, hor- horrific uh, nightmare slaughters that are going on around the world, South Sudan? Like, why, why this one? Why is this one so special to you? Could it possibly be that the people that own and run and manage all of these corporations and all these politicians and all these celebrities are treating the Ukraine like it's been their personal fucking casino for the last nine years? Could that have something to do with it? You're full of shit! I got something you can stand with. I swear it gets colder and more difficult every time. It's the old age. My God. SK says, happy birthday. You don't look a day over five. <laughs> I read that one already. Thanks. Joseph Cole, how you doing, brother? How's she going, boys? Snow's melting. Floods are coming. Keep it real. Cheers. Mick Glasgow, how you doing, my brother? And a, bu- <laughs> a bunch of stuff and happy birthday in Russian. I'm trying to learn. I've learned a couple of words. And by a couple, I mean literally two or three. Happy birthday. I've also been told, I've been informed that I've, I've been saying it wrong. It's not chika blat, it's suka. I mean, suka. Suka blat. Suka. I don't know. It's a whole new language. I'm not going to pretend to be embarrassed. Let's see you learn a whole brand new language with a fucking weirdo 
you know, strange alien Klingon looking alphabet with backwards N's and K's and upside down. What even is this? I don't, I don't know. This is it's, it's a pretty ambitious project, I think. Evidence honks for honkers. You honking son of a bitch. You know what honk honk stands for, right? <laughs> Says your mama's so circulonian she thinks Ukraine's a college-educated bird that Putin hunts with construction equipment. <laughs> what kind of construction equipment? Like a like a backhoe or? Uh-huh. I sell feet pigs for the Kremlin. She says uh, he or she or they or they Gigier. You know, with the important things, the pronouns. We need to get the pronouns out of the way. Just for reference, the Canadian forces and presumably the Americans, probably all of NATO, signed their official correspondence in email form now with their pronouns. That is not a joke. That is actually happening because that's what's important, guys. It's important. Just the military took time out of its very specific and life and death um, profession to go, all right, guys, stop sharpening the weapons for a minute. Stop sharpening the swords and lifting weights and all that. We'd stop. Stop that. We need a few hours to talk about pronouns, you guys. That happened and is continuing to happen. That's a, just a glimpse into the mindset of how absolutely over the fucking barrel uh, we're going to be. I do not recommend joining the military. If you're in the military, I recommend getting out immediately. And if you think you're going to go to Eastern Europe and do anything other than die within six minutes of being in contact with the Russian forces of the Russian Federation or the Chinese for that matter, I hope, I hope you're happy. I hope it's everything you've wanted, and it'll be the best five minutes you've ever uh, ever imagined since that hand job you got in, in you know, ninth grade. <sighs> Fools. Uh, anyway, he says, I shout out to my buddy Oz, the bigot who recommended this podcast way, podcast way, way back in the days of RageCast 50. It's been a wild journey. Thank you for helping deal with all the isolation and COVID nonsense. Oh, my, my honor and privilege, sir. Sergeant Bear says, man, really good time to kick out 10 to 30% of all Western Armed Forces because of jabs just in time for World War III. Isn't that interesting? I wondered about that before, too. That, uh, you know, because the Russians used their own special vaccine. It was the Sputnik vaccine or something, right? And the, the Chinese had their own special vaccine, too. Not Moderna, not Pfizer, not AstraZeneca, not Johnson & Johnson, not any of them. Their own, their own very special kind. Isn't that weird? Isn't that funny? <laughs> and hey, uh, sorry to say, guys, people are worried about, oh, well, is there going to be a draft? Is there going to, yeah, probably, but hey, if you're not vaccinated, you can't join. Sorry, guys, I would, but I'm not vaccinated, so guess I don't meet your requirements. But hey, that is fortunately not a problem. That's not a problem for Pierre Polyev or Justin Trudeau or anybody in the House of Commons because they're all double vaccinated, which is only not, it's not enough. They need to be triple and quadruple vaccinated now. Uh, Pfizer's recommendation uh, most recently is that you need four vaccines to stay. You're going to need four. So uh, that's good. That's great. That's good to know. So anyway, uh, if you've got your double, I'm fully vaccinated. Congratulations. You qualify for the draft. Good for you. Uh, I hope you're happy. I can't wait. Oh, and girls too, by the way, because we're all about feminism and equality here. So uh, all you guys out there with your, you know, your I stand with the current thing. Hey, guess what? Your 18-year-old daughter is going to get drafted into the fucking infantry. <laughs> Isn't that nice? Isn't that great? Good for you. Good job. Good job. All of a sudden, a lot of girls are like, hey, I just want to make sandwiches all of a sudden. Interesting how that works, isn't it? This is all so insane. Uh, wife to Hellbilly says the fear of religion has been replaced by the religion of fear. No wonder the world is burning. That's a, interesting. That's a good, good point. Anastasia411 says amnesty extended to October 2023. That's true. That's right. Where is that? Let's go find that uh, piece of information if I can remember where it is because the government is so incompetent and ridiculous and can't even. <sighs> anyway, 
the amnesty period for the uh, gun buyback and the order and council, you know, draconian, tyrannical firearms ban of the Trudeau regime slash Castro regime. You know, he wants to deny his origins, but we don't. We don't, we don't like to lie to ourselves or other people. So, you know, Justin, Castro, whatever. Uh, it's been extended to 2023. 20, uh, they pushed it back another year because... They have are incompetent and they don't know how to to fix this problem. <laughs> so, uh, for all you dirty, nasty gun owners out there, you know you're basically Nazis and ter- you're probably part of a terrorist organization. Let's be real. There's no other reason. There's no reason to own guns unless it's to, to mass murder. There's no reason for these on our streets unless you're an RCMP officer and you want to you know uh, intimidate and bash the head in of a protester. Then you definitely need an M4. Um, <laughs> so there's so there's that. That's been pushed back. Uh, Kieran Kanzner says the fog of war corruption continues today. SNC Lavalin Group has quietly awarded a juicy $320 million no bid government contract to clean the hazardous discharge from 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 Christian. hurts my soul it does it does it hurts me right in the right in the right in the molecular existence Kieran. Uh, chelsea says trudeau got banned from russia there's a paradise after all <laughs> there was some good memes from that from ferryman as well crisby how are you he says happy belated hatch day Cheers, have a drink. How did you know I was born of an egg? How did you know? Blam says, if these if fucking idiot politicians don't knock it off of the virtue signaling about Ukraine, Putin's going to start eyeballing that big, empty north of ours that we can't defend. You know, a lot of virtue signaling and going on about that. And people are going, I'm going to do, you're not going to do shit. You're going to be like, just like these people that went over there with the Reddit crowd and you're going to be dead. You're going to be absolutely dead. Uh, modern warfare, your, your survivability is basically zero. Um, the only, you're, you're not getting away with not getting blown up or blown to bits, whether you survive or not, that, that could happen. You may make it with no legs or half a face or something like that. Uh, horrible burns, that kind of thing. You may survive, but the, the idea that you're going to go into a modern, uh, conflict today, today's time with today's weapons is, is fucking zero. Absolutely zero. Unless you're the last guy to enter the war. Um, it's just not going to happen. The lethality of the weapon systems that we have today are, are, are so terrifying and insane that um, I remember we were fighting the Taliban. I was like, thank God they don't have this kind of shit. And, uh, you know, we had a hard time with, you know, we did. They gave us a, a little decent run for their money. Gave us a good little go for what they could do. You know, guys in sandals with old, you know, rusted out Soviet weapons from the 80s. Um, that was a hard time. And we had every conceivable advantage. We had complete and total air dominance. Uh, they had no armor. They had no real heavy weapons. It was just basically scattered guerrilla infantry with anti-tank rifles. It was basically all, we, all, they, all they had. And that was tough. And these guys think they can go and fight what is essentially the equivalent of the United States military. With what? I mean, what do you mean? Do you understand that they can tell your eye color from space? You understand the Russians have space weapons, nuclear weapons, that they, cyber weapons, like shit. They probably have scary shit that we don't even know exists yet. 
Like the, the Chinese have lasers that can set you on fire from a kilometer away. Do you know that? Do you know they have drones, smart drones in fleets and swarms that will just go and kill everything in a grid square with a with a with a heat signature. Even if it's just a small campfire, it'll suicide bomb itself into that just in case it's a person. Just in case. Oh, is it a rabbit? Doesn't matter. <laughs> Gone. Doesn't matter. Kill anything. You know? Do you know about that? Do you know about that? Reddit tough guy. Do you know that these things exist? Do you have any fucking idea? This isn't Call of Duty. This is 100% kill uh, ratio. Do you understand? And that's before things escalate to the point of, of, of a nuclear exchange, in which case you could have 30,000 feet. We've got 100,000 troops built up in, in, in Eastern Europe. Oh, you do? Gone. They're all dead. Oh, I nuked them. I just nuked them all. They're all dead. Now what are you going to do? <laughs> these are, I mean, it's insane, man. And, and why? Because TV said so. It's, uh, it's lunacy. It's like the human race has a death wish. And, and, and what is it about the Ukraine they want to protect so badly? Why is that? Why is no one asking that question? And why is there no... And, and this is how you know they're all bought... And they're weak and pathetic and they're afraid. And it's there. I have nothing but disgust. I would spit in the face of any politician currently elected right now, including some of them. Some of them I know personally. I've, I've known them. One of them was, was an old boss of mine. Spit in his face. You're a coward. You're a, dis, you're a coward and you're a disgrace. How dare you? You're literally, by your inability to to. To stand up to lunacy, you're going to put at risk every man, woman, and child in this country. And you know, Zelensky was in there saying, well, just imagine the CN Tower is bombed. Yes, imagine that. Imagine that. I wanted to imagine that. Because contrary to what you think is going to happen, uh, your actions are actually propelling that into reality at a faster pace than anyone could possibly imagine. This is the 1980s. This isn't the 70s, the 60s, the 50s. This is... And, and beyond the technical ability of the, of the Russian Federation and the Chinese and their warfighting ability, they've actually been setting up, I mean, as an amateur economist at best, you know, I'm ba- I, barely, I barely understand numbers, right? Double digits. I can count to nine, but after that, I need help. I need someone to help me. They've, they've planned all of this. They've been accumulating gold for a decade or more. Maybe longer. Um, Zero Hedge has been writing about this for a long time. I've been following it for a long time. So have the Chinese. So have the Indians. So has the Brazilians. So, you know, it's called the uh, the BRICS Alliance. Have you heard of it? Probably not. I've talked about it numerous times. Here it is. Uh, BRICS. BRICS is the acronym uh, coined to associate five major emerging economies, Brazil, Russia, India, China, and South Africa. The BRICS members are known for their significant influence on regional affairs. Since 2009, the governments of BRICS have met annually at, in, at formal summits. India hosted the most recent uh, 13th summit on 9 September 2021. Here they are. These guys are all buddies. You might notice that some of these countries have uh, quite a substantial influence and power. Now. So what they've done is um, <laughs> accumulated nothing but gold. Because as we've talked about before, gold is, is money. Pieces of paper is not money. A piece of paper, the cash that you have, what it used to be before we went off the gold standard like idiots, 
um, is that you could trade, say, $100 of these paper notes. You could trade that amount for an equivalent amount of gold coins or currency. This was just simply something to hold on to as, as, a, as a note, a bank note, uh, like a, like a, to, to trade. And then we were like, hey, but then you can't just print money out of nothing. We can't just make, we can't just digit money into computers and create this giant pyramid scheme called the fiat currency system because then we'd have to have more gold and I don't want to find more gold. I want to just, just print money out of nothing and be rich because I said so. This is, this is literally how it works. I'm not making this up. So they got rid of the gold standard. And then now we've been printing money, printing money, printing money. And because there's so, 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 so much more of it, the purchasing power of your dollar goes down and inflation goes up. The, 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 the cost to purchase goods and services goes up. Because your dollar is worth nothing. It's worth less. And for a while, the United States got away with being the dominant, you know, as it was known as the world's reserve currency, because, well, it was the petrodollar, they call it, because the, the United States had kind of a monopoly on the world's oil reserves. It had kind of a, a great little gig with the Saudi Arabians and other countries, and it was a net exporter of oil. And it had this thing called the United States military, which was pretty terrifying. So if you would do something like, we're not going to use the gold standard anymore, like Iraq did, or, or I'm sorry, the, 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 uh, we're going to go back to the gold standard, or like Libya did. You, see, you noticing a pattern? They would come in and fuck your shit up and bomb your country into oblivion and take everything and take all of your gold. All of the gold was raided out of the Iraqi reserves vaults immediately upon invasion. Same thing in Libya. It all disappeared. Isn't that weird? Now, uh, you've got demented poopy pants Joe Biden who doesn't know where he is, and Saudi Arabia won't answer the phone. They are answering the phone for Vladimir Putin, though, because Vladimir Putin is sitting on quite a hoard of gold bars, and so are the Chinese, and so are the Indians, and so on and so forth. So, we're going to sanction you. We're going to sanction you. That's nice. Um, your money is worthless. You're $30 trillion in debt. Your army is crumbling. Your military is in shattered tambles. Shattered tambles. <laughs> shattered shambles. Shattered whatever. It's You, you get the idea. It sucks. It's, it's not what it used to be, and it's on the way down. It's clearly in decline. And um, you're a big partner there in the Saudi Arabians who, you know, are not stupid either. See the writing on the wall, and they're just, they're, um, they're leaving for greener pastures. This is not going to end well. In, in a way, the Russians now have technically the most stable currency in the world because it's backed by gold, which is actual money versus empty paper, nothing monopoly money from the United States, who is not going to pay its debts, who is $30 trillion in debt, never going to climb out of this hole. Uh, who, you know, the stories of how much gold they really have in Fort Knox is all wildly all over the place. But I'll tell you this, it's a known fact that the government of Canada has zero gold at all. None. If you have so much as a gold chain or a ring in your house, you technically are richer than the state, than the government of Canada. The government of Canada has no gold reserves. Justin Trudeau sold the rest of it. We've been selling it off to uh, get quick uh, cash influxes to prop up this dying, failed, idiotic uh, economy we've had here since you know the Harper government has been gone. And now it's all gone. We don't have any. So that's kind of a, that's kind of a problem. <laughs> Oh, well, oh, well, you know who else knows this kind of stuff? Uh, the Russians and the Chinese. And they've been, they've figured that out a long time ago and they're preparing for this exact, this exact uh, scenario. So now, um, 
what's happened is with all these sanctions and banning of ex- imports and exports and all this kind of thing, what's going to happen is, as these people have insulated themselves for this exact scenario for, again, 10 years, is going to affect them minimally to not at all, and you are going to pay astronomically higher prices for your groceries, for your gas, for your commodities, for your services, for everything. Everything is going to cost dramatically exponentially more. As it is, haven't you noticed, as I've been saying for years, it starts a little bit, then a little more, then twice as much, then four times as much, then 10 times as much, and then 50 times as much. And the next thing you know, we're Venezuela and you need a wheelbarrow full of cash just to pay for some bread. Can't wait. I'm so glad. At least you were, hey, but hey, Canada, at least you were woke. Oh, right. Hey, you were woke. You did the thing with the flags for the indigenous children that not, I don't think any bodies have even been recovered yet, but hey, the flags and the, and the wokeness and everybody was like, George Floyd and, and, and we were woke and we had drag queen story time and, and, and we, and we marched and we were, and we, and we put all our pronouns in our Twitter bios and we were so woke and we were, that's nice. You're broken. You're going to starve to death. And now you're trying to pick a fight in a war with a bunch of people who are really good at it. And you don't even have a fucking army. <laughs> So, in a way, the Western world has actually virtue signaled itself to death. Uh, it's, it's, it's poetic. I, I don't even know how else to... Uh, it's comical. It, it would be a lot funnier if I didn't live here. <laughs> oh, well. Uh, TYZ49 says the solution for Canada and the world is uh, for those that have eyes to see. I can't click the links. It, it sets a dangerous precedent. Cinnamon's... Oh, why? I don't even want to know. This is happy birthday. When you drink Freeland's milkshake... I Careful now. Does a straw go down? Oh, it's not... I'm not reading these anymore. It's not worth it. And I... Mm. Uh, uh, Anna Denova. Oh God, it's hard to see. Uh, because Ukraine is a testing ground for implementing the WEF's agenda, digital ID, centralized currency, and blah. Yeah, they've been they've been doing a lot of things there for a while. It's been basically the personal casino of a lot of people, a lot of politicians, uh, children, the Clintons, the Bidens, the, the John Kerry's family have money there. Um, it's a giant washing machine. I was talking to some people earlier today. It's basically a giant washing machine. Uh, the pipelines and all the rest of it. Um, <laughs> it's right on the Russian doorstep. And hey, let's put them into NATO and let's put bombs and missiles in there and point it right at Moscow. Uh, what what could possibly go wrong? Red Star Agents says, you're right, India is the biggest purchaser of gold. Is it India? I thought it was China. But yeah, I mean, they're not, not stupid. There, there's, there's people that, um, because these countries were have-nots for a long time. They struggled and they were poor, you know, like China and India and, and Russia did not have a good time in the 90s. They were basically a third world country there for a while. And... Um, you know, they had to learn to, to, to make do with less and to struggle and, and, and work hard and, and figure out how to bring themselves back out. And then they did. And what happened in the Western world? We, we lived uh, fat and happy and, and high on the accomplishments of other generations. We got lazy and uh, we got complacent and we were so used to winning. We thought it would happen forever and ever and ever. Amen. And there's nothing anybody has. To, we don't have to work hard anymore. We can just do what we've always done and we can afford to virtue signal and not take things seriously and act like clowns. And, uh, you know, like everything else, <laughs> you're going to get what you deserve sooner or later. And um, it's all, we're on the way down. 
and the East is on the way up, and the world turns again, and empires rise and fall every day, and you're witnessing, you're living through another one right now, the end of the Western Empire world, and the rise of the Eastern one, which is uh, going to be interesting. <laughs> it's going to be interesting. And, uh, you know, they're really not big fans of all the woke uh, stuff. They really don't like it. So you people uh, especially should probably start counting your days and, you know, enjoy it. Enjoy it while you can. I'm glad you guys spent so much time on Twitter virtue signaling and attacking non-threats and non-problems and reporting pages. And, you know, we're going to call the government. We're going to make reports. You're, you're full of hate. That's nice. Um, that's nice. Good for you. You know who's going to care about that? Not the Chinese or the Russians. They've been busy doing grown-up stuff. <sighs> Meanwhile, I uh, I don't know how you want to approach this or say this, but I did say this in the you know it was like which is it? It was one or the other in regards to like you know agencies like CSIS specifically. Are they either grossly incompetent or are they in on it? It's kind of neither. <laughs> it would seem. It would seem, and it, and you know I've lived through this. Their bosses are idiots. The political class is insane. And um, they had some questions. And uh, you know what? They know a lot about what's going on. The old the old CSIS does, apparently. They know a lot about uh, a lot of things. They know what's true and they know what's not true. And uh, they're not too thrilled. <laughs> what I'm saying is uh, they're, 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 they're pretty... Uh, on the level and, and, and based as far as reality goes. And uh, you people that, you know, keep making these complaints and, you know, they're terrorists. You, you, you fucked up. You fucked up big time. Um, so. I actually thought about getting a job there once when I was trying to get out of the military. But uh, I was too lazy. I didn't want to go to school and get a you know degree in basket weaving. It's such an archaic... You know, you need a degree. You need to, do you really need a degree in these day in this day and age? This is such a leftover, holdover, um, obstacle bar. It's just basically you need to pay a fuckload of money into the system so we can give you a piece of paper that now, okay, now you exist. You're allowed to work in certain places. It's ridiculous. It's insane. I know for I know a ton of people, piles and piles and piles of people that have multiple university degrees that are way dumber than me. <laughs> Way, way, way dumber than I am. But again, uh, you know, this goes back to the old uh, British Empire days in which, uh, you know, especially in the military, an officer was expected to be have an education because most people couldn't really read or write back then and didn't really know. There was no Internet. There was no way to self-educate yourself. And uh, people didn't typically go and sit around in the library all day reading all kinds of shit. They would just kind of be, you know, pretty simple people that didn't really know much. And you don't want your officers to be, you know, uh, people like that. But today, the, the disparity between between uh, poor people not knowing anything because they can't afford to, and you know, it's closed dramatically. So it's just such an archaic and, and silly thing that isn't should not be anymore. And here's an example of here's someone with a university education. This is a teacher. This is a Toronto's. Uh, I mean, just look at the face. <laughs> I mean. Yeah, you got an eyebrow ring, and then, oh, I'm half woman, I'm half thing, I'm all kinds of things. You know, the, the Toronto school teacher wanted to segregate unmasked and masked children. 
I mean, do I even need to explain why that's insane? Toronto school teachers recommending fellow educators segregate children based on mask wearing. Peter Hasek, who, who goes by he, they pronouns, very important, publicly endorsed masking-based segregation practices in his now-deleted Twitter profile. Really? Why? Aren't you proud of the things you've done, Peter? Teachers, some best practices for you to implement. Oh, really? Because this guy clearly knows. According to LinkedIn, Hasek is a music teacher for the Toronto District School Board. Oh, the teacher in question will be placed on home assignment pending the outcome of an internal investigation. We strongly disagree with this post, the Toronto District School Board spokesperson Ryan Bird said in an emailed statement to Toronto Sun, the opinion shared by his staff, this staff member does not reflect the position of the school board. Bye. <laughs> bye. Bye bye. It's so stupid. Oh, one-on-one with Pierre Polyev. Oh, wow, that's something I care to see. Fuck that guy. What a disappointment. Since posting his tweet, Asik attracted backlash online and leading leading to him to delete his Twitter profile altogether. <laughs> really? Really? Segregating children is, is not a good idea. Oh, really? That's crazy. I would never have imagined that. Just uh, throwing that out there. Other, other nonsense. Um... I don't want to waste too much time on a lot of this stuff. Um, yeah, and this is and more of us talking about earlier. The, the Russian, uh, this is a big deal, man. Russia, you know, going to a gold standard of currency, that's going to be very attractive to a lot of people as the world uh, economic turmoil increases, economic instability and uncertainty increases. Um, that is a, uh, that's pretty serious. Meanwhile, you know, you've got NATO moving, more more troops, 30,000 more troops. This is, yeah, it's a runaway machine and no one is, no one's opposing it. It's unilateral uh, across the board, across every NATO country. Um, there's no political opposition. There's no corporate opposition. There's no, there's not even celebrity opposition. There's nothing. There's just the regular people, us, you know, who are the ones that are going to pay and suffer and die for these decisions. And a bunch of rich assholes who really, really, really want you to go die in some other place that has nothing to do with you. And you won't even know what the name of the street is on that you're killed. Um, but that's good. And like I said, they've been, they've been preparing for this for a long time. Russia, India, explore opening alternative payment channels and sanctions. Oh, Russia and India are working together. Weird. Could it be because they've been in an alliance back channel uh, for uh, decades, for over a decade and a bit now with the Chinese and, and, and so on? That's so crazy. Both sides are discussing accepting Rupee and Mir cards with national payment infrastructures. Oh, my God. No way. It's almost like they planned for this ahead of time. And they knew what your moves are going to be and uh, prepared accordingly. Isn't that crazy? It's a crazy thing to think, but we would never, but they're the bad guys. I know what you're thinking. Russia's evil. Putin is a dictator and he's evil. I saw it on TV. I saw it from the same media that told me to get vaccinated and the, you know, Omicron, Deltacron is going to kill you and you have to wear a face covering and all of this. And, and Saddam Hussein had weapons of mass destruction and three buildings fell down from two planes on 9-11 and so on and so forth because the fucking TV is always telling the truth. So why wouldn't they be telling the truth now? <laughs> well, Canada's busy selling weapons and funding and training and, and money to the Saudi Arabians as I've mentioned before, that have been conducting a genocide against the people of Yemen for 10 years now, something like that, Phil? Does anybody know? They choose what they want you to be upset about. The media does. Or rather, the people that control the media does. And my... 
it's not even so much directed at individual people, but as an organization, as an organism, as, as, a, as an entity. I don't know what the word you could use is. The media itself, the amount of loathing and hatred that I have for it is bottomless. Because they're the key to everything. All of these politicians, these bankers, these, these corporatists, the bureaucrats, they can plan and do as much as they want. They can try to get away with as much as they want and scheme as much as they want. But at the end of the day, the key to the kingdom is the media. Because if they had done their job, if anyone at the New York Times or the Washington Post had refused to be bought out and investigated the Hunter Biden laptop or the Trump Russia story or any of the or the weapons of mass destruction, I mean, it, it, it really is endless. The Seth Rich murder. I mean, for fuck's sakes. Julian Assange, I mean, pick just pick one. Put on a blindfold and throw a magic dart at any of the balloons on the wall. We'll call it the fake news fucking circus. And just pop any balloon and it's going to be some kind of horrifying nightmare that was blatantly obvious to anyone paying attention from day one. It was right there. The evidence is right there. We all know it exists and they admit it 10 years later. Okay, yeah, that really did happen. Anthony Weiner's laptop. Any, any of it, man. If they hadn't have done that, had they just told the truth, had they just done their job and investigated these things as they're supposed to do, they never would have gotten away with it. Because people would have lost their minds. Because every night on the national news, would be like, tonight on the national, Justin Trudeau is a criminal. Here is the inside story of the weed charity scandal. Tonight on CNN, is President Biden embroiled in a massive money laundering scheme inside of the Ukraine? Yes, he is. More on the story here is blah, blah, blah. Nope. They didn't do any of that. Instead, they lied and they schemed and they covered for these motherfuckers. So who's worse? Who's worse? Is it the criminal that committed the crime? Or is it the person that knowingly, willingly, and did it for money and clout and to ride coattails to power, covered it up and, and, and supported and hid for them? Who's worse? Who's more disgusting? I, I really don't know. But I do know that if the media hadn't have helped them and hadn't have lied or lied by omission, never mind all the Project Veritas stories, and oh my God, all they had to do was do their job and tell the truth and, and none of this shit would have happened. And what they do instead? The opposite. So they, they need to be destroyed. There's, and they complain. They complained about the treatment they received in Ottawa. Everybody's mean to me. You're, you're scum of the earth. The things you do and the lies you tell and the, and the truths you don't tell literally result in the, in the gears of the corruption of this world clunking and clambering along to things like genocide and mass murder and rape and war and famine. That's what you're supporting with your fucking media, with your trusted name and news and all of this shit. You did that. You made it possible. It was their dream, but without you, it couldn't be done. But they got you. They paid you, didn't you? Oh, they paid you. And you were all too happy to take it. And now, none of you I mean, I'm a guy in a basement. 
<laughs> you know? I don't have any special skills or connections, really. I, nothing like that. Somehow, I'm aware of all these things. Do you know why that is? Because I cared. And I looked, and other people who cared and looked uh, made sure it was available somewhere for somebody to see because it was fucking true. With a very minimum amount of effort, right? Like, I could probably do this with 10 times the amount of effort I'm doing, but I'm really not that motivated, really. I'm just kind of lazy, right? But you've got people out there that are, that are much more motivated and, and, and serious and try and do. And they don't have $600 million bailouts. They don't have massive government funding to, to, to do the news. And if you did and you took those resources and actually did these things, the world would be an entirely different place. But instead, we live in uh, hell on earth, clumsily, drunkenly beating and cheering our way into a fucking world war because, well, we got to be woke. We got to tell the story. We got to do what the government wants. We got to take their money. We got to make sure people think the right things. Because we're the New York Times. We're CBC. We're the Washington Post. We're the BBC. You're, the soldiers that do the killings in these wars are literally less responsible for the deaths than you. You are the Green and Worm Tongue that spoke the poison into their ear that inspired them to go on a fucking killing rampage. Because they trusted you to tell them the truth and you lied to them and your lies created death and mayhem and misery and chaos. There is nothing that you don't deserve. You deserve every possible conceivable fate under the sun. You're the worst people that have ever lived. You're the weakest, most pathetic, slimiest, garbage human beings that anyone could possibly fucking conceive. And there is no punishment unfit for you. None. Zero. to the media. <laughs> BGB, the black guy bigot, says, am I late? Still running on black guy time. <laughs> Trying to keep up with the whole white supremacy thing, you know. It's hard. It's a lot of commitment, brother. Fisher of Men's is rolling in late here again. Happy birthday, man. Thank you very much. TYZ49, look up Mark Christopher on YouTube. Title at 2.30 p.m. UK. I will give you solutions. <laughs> there are solutions. Not going to like them. Uh, Liquid Boog says, Meanwhile, Project Veritas gets raided by the FBI. Meanwhile, indeed. Rumble, thank you very much, guys. Freedom Freak, yeah, says, hey, Capitan. Greetings from some Cape Breton bigots. Thanks for all you do. Love you, brother. Oh, jeez, boys. The fucking boys on the Cape. Look at you. The lot of you. Holy jump. Fucking just wrote right off. Look, yeah, right. Deadly, boy. Fuck. 
The boss's right hand is just deadly. Uh, I, have a, I have quite a history with Keep Rotten. <laughs> keep sucking me in. I keep doing... I don't know what to tell you. Hey, guys, how you doing? What's going on, YouTube? How are you guys doing? Yeah, so I, I don't know. Basically, the summation of that was I'm really not a big fan of the media. Who could be? Because they don't tell you things like this. You remember that country I talked about, the Saudi Arabians, that uh, we sent all the guns and the bombs and everything to to kill those poor Yemeni people, whatever? Well, in just one day... In just one day, they beheaded 81 people. Beheaded 81 people. Uh, at a moment, uh, much of the globe and international media has its entire focus on the Russian war in Ukraine. Uh, you, Saudi Arabia on Saturday carried out a mass execution of 81 people for a wide range of what state sources call terrorism-related crimes. Oh, kind of like Canada. How I'm a terrorist. Maybe they'll cut my head off. The executed individuals, which is being reported as likely by beheading, were deemed guilty of committing multiple heinous crimes. They left a large number of civilians and law enforcement officers dead. Um, so, in other words, they were probably um, pro... I haven't even read this. I would imagine they're pro-Yemeni, Houthi rebels, uh, anti-war uh, people, and so on and so forth. Some of the individuals killed appear to be linked to the ongoing war in neighboring... <laughs> of course. Some of the individuals appear to be linked to the ongoing war in neighboring Yemen, which the United Nations has for the past two years labeled as the world's worst humanitarian crisis. And who's giving them the guns and the bombs and the weapons... Canada is. Yay, General Dynamics, all those Lab 3s you, you tried to build and sell for the Canadian forces, you know where they are instead? Being driven around by uh, the Saudi military, killing women and children in Yemen. Isn't that good for you? Good for you! Good for you, government. They know it, too. They know it, and they don't care. Or they don't know it, and they should be fired immediately. How can you be in the... I mean, you're the fucking government. And you... I mean, isn't this criminal negligence? How do you not know? Oh, I didn't know we were selling these weapons to the Saudi Arabians. I had no idea. I didn't know anything about that. You didn't? No. Well, I didn't sell them to them. Phil, did you sell them to the Saudis? No, you hate them, right? I know you do. Yeah. Ever since that Chop Chop Square incident. He doesn't like... Billy, did you... Billy didn't sell them the weapons. Who did? Who did? Oh, it was the government that did. So the government did it, but it doesn't know that they did. Oh, that's such a conundrum. Isn't that strange? But surely the Canadian people know about this because CBC has made a point to tell you. And the Globe and Mail and the National Post and Rebel News and everybody else. Rebel News has really let me down the last little while, last few months. Not, not, too, not too thrilled. There's good people that work there, but let's just say at the very top of that organization, there's an issue. According to The Hill, based on Saudi official sources, specific crimes of the individuals included membership in terrorist training organizations, ISIS, Al-Qaeda, and Houthi rebels of Yemen, blah, blah, blah. Sure they were. Sure they were. We can trust the Saudi Arabians, can't we? <laughs> Just want to let you guys know. That's what's going on. Those are our friends. Did you know um, we actually import oil from Saudi Arabia? Quite a, bot, quite a bit, actually. 
Um, you know, your gas prices and your fuel prices are astronomically insane. It's a dollar seventy-seven, I believe, where I'm at right now. I've seen uh, for premium, it's pushing two dollars. It'll be probably three before the end of next year, or by the end of this year. We actually import oil from the kingdom of Saud, the kingdom of the Saudi Arabians. The kingdom, the king of Saudi Arabia sends us the oil, and it goes to the uh, goes to the 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 refineries. The Irving oil refineries in Atlanta, Canada. You know what? They don't have to pay. They don't have to pay carbon tax. You know why? Because fuck them. Because fuck it. Because they're rich people and you're not. You're poor. Fuck you. Give us more money. Fuck you. Pay me. And hey, uh, what do we got? It's March uh, 16th. We got uh, 14 more days. 15, what, how many more days we got till the carbon tax increases again? Yeah, you heard me. Carbon tax is going up again in one, two weeks and one day. On April 1st, carbon tax goes up again. And again, and again, and again. I've been talking about this for years. It's a tax on a tax on another tax. So, I mean, it's funny. We just keep coming full circle. We keep, you know, there are people in, there are people in politics that are, that are good people. They do exist. I've met them. I've talked to them. Um, but let me tell you right now, it's very few and far between. It's very few. It's a very small minority. It's like fucking 2%, 2 to 3%. The, your enemy, you know, who, well, who, who is identifying who your enemy is, is, is very important. And right now it's the entire federal government and, and municipal government and provincial government, all of them, pretty much everybody, pretty much everybody. I see a, a massive black hole of people that just don't exist, that should exist, that, that should be leading this country and should be... Uh, because this country is not at, not at a, a, a deficit or a lack of good people. I, I met some of the best, in the last two years especially, some of the best people I've ever, I've ever met that I would be perfectly, you know imperfections there's no perfect people everyone's going to make mistakes nobody's a gene you know nobody's uh you know but there are a lot of great people in this country that that really care and and want to be to help and they're not allowed to be in charge they're not allowed to be in charge of shit in fact the 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 more they try the harder they get fucked with and stepped on and, and crushed because there's not big money behind them the big money decides who's in charge always does so if you want to know who the, who the bad guy is, it's probably wearing a suit, standing behind a podium, telling you to build back better or we're, how we're, we're all in this together or some other variation of that bullshit. Maybe they work for the RCMP. In fact, if they work for the RCMP, they're definitely not your friend. That's a terrorist organization, in my opinion. And many other increasingly by the day Canadians' opinions. By the way, the, the CSIS is also not too impressed with you guys either. They, they, we had, you know, they had a good laugh at your expense. You guys are clowns. You know, you know why CSIS even exists in the first place is because the RCMP dropped the ball and was caught committing crimes. So we're like, well, we need a non... <laughs> Clearly, this is not your, your bag. Uh, you need to abolish that organization. It's just, it's such a difficult problem when you you step back and realize everybody in charge 
is fucked in the head. Like none of them are on our team. None of none of them. It's not a it's not a struggle anymore. It's not like them versus us. That if if that was ever a thing, I believe it used to be. But now, man, you want to see what that looks like now? I don't even know if I want to show you this, but it's pretty awful. Oh boy. I am very grateful to you, Justin. I am grateful to Canadian people. And I am confident that together we will overcome and we will be victorious. Glory to Ukraine. Thank you to Canada. They can't wait to send your kids to die. Can't wait. Standing ovation. Everybody. All wearing masks. Still doing the mask theater. Not a single fucking person in the goddamn building is is calling the bullshit for what it is. Not one. Not a fucking one. Not one. And it's not even just us. You want to see the United States? Let's check, let's check them next. Mr. President, it is my honor to present to you the Congress of the United States, which has great respect and admiration and appreciation for your courageous leadership. Members of Congress, I have the high privilege and distinct honor of presenting to you the president of Ukraine, Vladimir Zelensky. Why don't you look up how much money this bitch has made in the last five years? Just, just you're curious. You like big numbers. Nancy Pelosi, real rich, really rich, somehow. If, if you're, if you're immediate financial situation upon being what's supposed to be a public servant and a leader and someone that sacrifices for the benefit of your own people also equals being astronomically mind-blowingly you know ear-bleedingly rich that's a problem but anyway oh god it's theater my colleagues Slava Ukraina. Oh my God. Slava <sighs> when everybody agrees on something, that's probably a, that's a clue. <laughs> when when has everyone and when has everyone ever agreed on anything? Can, does anybody know? Perfect accent. Yeah, wasn't it? Oh my God. Oh. Camus Key says, I love this new Russia bad story. The MSM is pushing Russia kill 10 people waiting in line for bread by a, a shelling. Who is the source you ask? The Ukrainian state media. T.me slash Intel Slava. Go there while you can before they take Telegram down, which they will do any any moment. Um, you want to see what's actually going on? It's it's warning. It's graphic video. It's dead bodies, people on fire, blown apart, fucking all of the worst shit you're going to ever see. It's all on there. Um, but they're not lying. Comrade Taco says, April 1st, all MPs, etc. get a raise. Oh, my Lord. The same day the carbon taxes go up. April Fool's not funny. It's my, it's, geez. I mean, it takes me a minute. I mean, this, I'm going to have to. Uh, 
war is the most serious and insane thing that people can engage in. It's organized mass murder. And even in the best of times where you can really, really paint a very difficult to challenge scenario of, of how this was, this was not, not avoidable. We had to do this. Even then I'm, I'm, you know, when you have to see a 13 a, a year old die in front of you, it doesn't feel good. It feels like you've made a horrible mistake. You've done something really, I mean, surely there was a way around this. And it's a business. It's been a business since the First World War, at least, if not Napoleon's days. <laughs> There's a lot of more information on these kinds of things you can find on the old internet, the old YouTube anyway. They don't know what they're talking about. It's like... Uh, <sighs> Children are running, the, the, the patients, the insane people are now running the asylum. And we have no opposition. No one is, no one, which is mind-blowing. Have we come this far? Have we gotten this bad? Do you even know what the fuck you're talking about, Pierre? And I, I'm picking on him specifically because he's the guy pretending to be the champion of the Canadian people now, right? He's going to he's going to get rid of just we just got to get the libs out. Just get the libs out. They're all the they're all the same. They're all the same. It was the liberal party that got us into the war in Afghanistan and the conservative party expanded the war. And what was the war for? No one knows. And any, did anybody pay a price? Was there ever an investigation? Did anybody ever do any kind of fact-finding or soul-surging or find out why the fuck we left 159 people dead in that hellhole on the other side of the planet for no fuck? Nope! We never fucking did! We never did! We never bothered because that's old news. And you got people like my old roommate, Chris Stanix, who's, well, you know what? We put his name on a boat on the Dartmouth Ferry, so it's all good. It's all fine now. It's all fine now. Except I'm your fucking reminder. You know why they don't like me so much? Because I'm the living reminder that you fucked up and you lied, and I'm not going to let you get the fuck away with it. I don't care if it was 20 years ago or 100 years ago. He existed, and his family has to live with that now for the rest of their lives. And you know why they live with this constant pain and trauma and, and emptiness and scars on their souls? Because you had to lie and make your fucking money, and you're going to sit there, the same people with their their their, their six-figure salaries and their cabinet positions and their pensions. They do, do, How many times a day do you think Pierre Polyev thinks about a single fucking person that died in that fucking war? Does he even know their names? Do any of those people? Absolutely fucking not. And you want to? And, and they're so, they're going to sit here and ooh, ooh, let's do another one. Let's Let's do, it. Let's do a savage one. Let's do one where there's thermonuclear weapons involved. Let's do that. Maybe we can erase some cities. Because they're not going to get involved. They are not going to be there. Back in the old days, the kings and queens and, and, you know, champions of their, you know, the generals, whoever it was of their countries, would be at the front of the battle. King Henry would be there, sword in hand, at the front of the fucking cavalry charge. Oh, I'm too, I'm sorry, I can't go. I'm too important to die. 
I can't, I can't be bothered. You want to fight this war so bad, you go first. You know, oh, you're too old? You're over the age of 57? Send your kids. Put your money where your mouth is. Convince me that you this needs to be done so badly. Everybody agrees. We're all on the same page. There is no one disagreeing, is there? No one thinks this is a bad idea. No one thinks this is pointless. There's been how many wars now? And but this one, we really oh, this is the one. Because TV told me so. And these same people and their coward, spineless, gutless supporters are the same people that will virtue signal, they'll go by and they'll grab a poppy out of the Royal Canadian Legion and they'll slam it on their shirt. They'll drop a quarter in there and they'll stand there in some crowd. If they even do that, if they even stand on some crowd on Remembrance Day, if we're allowed to have one, maybe there's a fence around the fucking memorial. And they'll pretend to give a shit for a couple hours and then go home, maybe watch a war movie and go back to their life. Well, that's nice. That's nice because a lot of people I know are, are dead and continue to die. So yeah, I'm not, I'm not super pro-war. It's not a good time. It is the last resort. It is the worst thing you could possibly imagine. It's senseless. It's not fair. It doesn't make any sense. Some of the best guys that we had who had all of the training, did everything right. They were killing machines. They were in great shape. They were fucking smart. You know what? dead just like that for no nothing didn't even get a round off oh well that's how it is your life means nothing it's cheap they're not they're not going to be there none of these politicians are going to be there and they're the same people saying that COVID, 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 COVID. You know what the suicide rate has been in the last few years? You know how many murders there's been? You know, what the, you know what the overdose rate has been? You know our country's being flooded with extremely dangerous drugs from the people that we're probably going to go to war with. Fentanyl, mostly coming from China. Does it even get talked about in the news? Nope, you know why? Because the people that run the news and make the money don't want you to know about that. They choose what you are to be upset about. This, this thing, this television, this media, it is the scourge and the enemy of humanity. It's got to die. It has to die somehow. They're completely brainwashed and mind-fucked, and I've never seen anything like this. I was just in the city a little while ago. There's every seventh or eighth house has a fucking Ukrainian flag flying around. Where, where, where did this, you know? And, and, it's, and it's pointless. You can go up to them and go, oh, yeah, where's... Uh, Name a random city. Where's that? You know where that is in, in Ukraine? <laughs> where's Odessa? Where's Kiev? Where's Mariupol? Where, where's any of these places? They don't know. It's not going to do anything. They've already made up their mind. Like I said earlier, it's a consensus filter. Because they're weak. And they can't be bothered because they don't actually care. They just want to feel safe whatever that means. And ironically, 
because they will do whatever it takes to feel safe, meaning ignoring reality, trying to ignore the consequences of ignoring reality, uh, actually, they put us all in danger. They're actually endangering us. I was talking to someone else uh, earlier today, and they, it was like, you know, normally, I mean, back in the old days, or <laughs> even not that re- you know, recently now, but It was, a, it was, you know, you'd have the small minority of, you know, the leadership cadre of, of a people or a nation trying to, trying to corral the herd and say, this is what we got to do. Now it's the opposite. Now you've got a runaway mob mentality of a bunch of scared cretins insisting that everyone do and be as they insist or else there's something wrong with you. And how long, and trust me, if we could be at war with the Russian Federation any day now. By next, Putin could come out tomorrow and say, we're at war with Canada now. You're shipping guns and weapons and, and sold and all kinds of shit to the Ukrainian uh, people. You're an enemy of, of, of Russia, and we will attack and kill anyone with a Canadian flag we see on anywhere in the world. You're now our enemy. Have fun. Goodbye. Don't be surprised if Vancouver doesn't exist or something. Yeah, I don't know. And what for what? What really burns me is that the people responsible for these situations are never the ones that pay for it. Never. Never. Where's Dick Cheney these days? Well, he's doing quite well, actually. How about George W.? How about Tony Blair? Well, here's Tony Blair. Tony Blair says, promising not to have a war, a nuclear war with Russia is a strange tactic. Really? War criminal Tony Blair. Millions dead. Tony Blair. Tony Blair! Former British Prime Minister Tony Blair declared this week that the West ruling out a full-scale war with Russia, which would almost certainly be nuclear, is a strange tactic. Is it? Not wanting to destroy the Earth is a strange tactic. That's, 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 that's interesting. Blair, who presided over the abysmal invasion of Iraq in 2003 on false pretexts of weapons of mass destruction, somehow still not in jail, somehow still not stabbed to death by people in the street. I have no fucking idea how many lives and, and carnage and misery and chaos is directly responsible, lies squarely on the shoulders of this demented, sick, perverted, old skeleton heap husk of a disgrace of a human being, still somehow walking around. Claims that Vladimir Putin is using NATO's desire not to provoke escalation as a bargaining chip against us. He's insane. He's out of his mind. Probably, probably having sex with so many kids drives you crazy. I would, I would imagine once you've brought yourself to that point that that's something you do, you're clearly you've gone in the head anyway. In a post to his globalist think tank's website, Blair writes, maybe that our position and maybe that is the right position, but continually signaling it and removing doubt in his mind is a strange tactic. There is something incongruous about our repeated reassurance to him that we will not react with force. Oh, so so strictly declaring World War III is off the table is a bad thing. <sighs> the Guardian. There's a reply by someone. Free Palestine, based... Says Tony Blair by the Guardian. Tony Blair, West has Fortnite to help end the war in Ukraine. 
And Mark McIver says, really, this is all, really, this says all you need to know about the Guardian. They drag out their favorite war criminal, hope we all forget about his war crimes and pretend that he's some sort of expert on stopping war. Unfortunately, yeah, someone else says, you forgot to spell, you misspelled criminal. Isn't his moral authority a bit tapped? Paul Joseph Watson says, in case you forgot, in 2003, people were called traitors for opposing the invasion of Iraq much like we will be called traitors now for opposing the war with the Russian Federation. They were accused of being conspiracy theorists and spreading disinformation for questioning the official narrative on weapons of mass destruction. History rhymes. (laughs) And unlike 2003, this is not a war we can win. Here's more of the same thing. This is just people, and this is from 2018, by the way, so this is years old. Wars in Iraq and Afghanistan have killed at least 500,000 people according to a new report that breaks down the toll. And that report, I'll save you the time, is a report on people killed in direct conflict, i.e. shot, bombed, stabbed, burned, whatever. It doesn't count the people, many, 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 many more killed by sanctions, famine, they starve to death, lack of access to medical care, and and so on. A lot of Iraqis died from, from those causes. And it's like, uh, what did Owen Benjamin call it? Grabbler football? <laughs> That's what it is. None of these troops in this, in this picture, it's, none of, it's not their fault. It's, really, it's none of the people. It's, it's all, we're all being manipulated by, by, these, by these assholes that don't give a shit about anybody. They're just there to make money. It's all a big game to them. And it's so frustrating that so many people don't see it for what it is. And we're going to just do it again and again and again. It's ma- it really is maddening. That they can just do the same thing again and again and again and again and again and again and nobody ever gets it. Or some do. but And, and more than we've ever have, there's that. There's a lot more people that know about this than they used to. I mean, back in the day when I started learning about this stuff on the internet, there was, you could name them on one hand. Ryan Dawson was a big one. Now it's way, way, way beyond that. Biden sending thousands of Marines to Australia in anticipation of conflict with China. Oh, good. The Pentagon has deployed over 2,000 troops to Australia by September to join an established rotational force of 200 in anticipation of the conflict with China. Oh, good. China has signaled that it could use nuclear weapons in response to the uh, Australian-United uh, States security pact between Australia, America, and Britain. We see the former receiving nuclear-powered submarines in years to come. Meanwhile, NATO head Jens Stoltenberg announced Tuesday that China must clearly condemn the Russian invasion of Ukraine. China has an obligation as a member of the UN Security Council to actually support and uphold international law on the Russian invasion of Ukraine. is a blatant violation of international law. How stupid are these people? Do you not understand this? China's not your friend. Are you are you actually fucking retarded? It is I'm not even involved. I have an IQ of like 7 and I can tell you that. China's not your friend. They're playing you. They're just playing you like a like a dumb fiddle that you are. Like the dumb bitch that you are. They own you. They're not going to do any even if they did. We China China condemn very strongly. They're like winking and like fist pounding Vlad under the table. <laughs> they don't care. Because their ambitions and Russia's ambitions and everyone else directly, you know, oppose yours. You're not friends. You've never been friends. And they've taken advantage of your weakness and your pathetic, terribly corrupt Western leader. You you run by 
pedophiles and murderers. The Clinton, you know, you know, China got nuclear weapons, right? Because the Clintons sold it to them. Mm, mm. They're always a weak link. There's always somebody weak and pathetic enough who will sell everybody out for a bigger house. I just want to have a bigger house. Huh. Me and Hillary wanted to make some more money, so we, yeah, we sold them nuclear weapons to China. I didn't think it was a big deal. That was a pretty big deal. Yeah, it was a pretty big, pretty big deal, actually. Oops. I think James Comey, the old FBI guy, was the one that handed them the fucking documents, actually. I think it was him. He was the one that physically gave it to them. Yay! Yay! It's a joke. It's a fucking joke. And who pays the price? These, these people take advantage of us. They take advantage of all of us. And there's no justice. That's what really makes you mad, you know? Because... That's the that's the myth. That's the fairy tale. That's the cope, really, that people tell themselves. Oh, they'll get theirs in the end. Karma will get them. Karma. No, it won't. How old is Hillary Clinton? How old is Bill Clinton? He's going to die rich and powerful as he's always been. Nothing's going to happen to him. Same with Tony Blair. Same with George W. Bush. They're all, you know, George H.W. How long did that motherfucker live for? You know, he was probably directly involved in the Kennedy assassination. He got away with it. They always do. Justin Trudeau, nobody's, nobody's coming to get these people. Something needs to change here. How did this happen? How did, how did the worst people in our society end up at the top with all of the keys and all of the buttons and all of the power? Is it because they're, they're ruthless and they're evil and they're willing to do what it takes and, and good people aren't? Is it, is it that simple? They're willing to kill, murder, lie, whatever it takes. And good people aren't. Is that how the world works? Is that, you know? It's just hard to watch. It's hard to watch this again. That we're going to do this again. This is, how many wars have I lived through now? I was participated directly in one of them myself. And we're just going to do it again. And the same tricks work every time. <laughs> Zelensky invokes the Pearl Harbor, Martin Luther King, and 9-11. Wow, could you not virtue... It's Zelensky, did you... Could you... <laughs> How many other... <laughs> 9-11, Pearl Harbor, Martin Luther King, in his plea for a humanitarian no-fly zone. Again, a no-fly zone means um, that no one flies in the airspace over Ukraine, meaning the Russian Federation, meaning we will shoot down Russian Federation aircraft, meaning we will kill Russian pilots, meaning war with Russia. That's what it means, you stupid motherfucker. As president or king or whatever, emperor of Diagalon, whatever this is, I would, I would tell him very, I would let him do his address. Go, oh, very nice speech. Um, listen, you little no shoulder having skipping leg day actor bitch. Why don't you play another, you know, piano with your dick again? If you want to save people's lives so much, why don't you just fucking surrender in a war you lost three weeks ago? You had your fun. You had your eight years of money laundering and crime and scheming and genocide and murdering of people in Donetsk and Luhansk. And now it's all over. Okay? 
You're under attack by a very powerful country, and you are not. And you brought it on yourself. So, if you're so concerned with the lives of the Ukrainian people, why don't you just give these people what they want? And it's really not a very strong, long list of demands. The people you've been trying to kill and been fighting with for eight years, they want their independent republic status. Give them that. You step down and your government goes away. The end. The violence stops. But instead of that, you would rather go around the world like a war prostitute and, you know, virtually via Zoom call, suck the dicks of every single Western power you can find in an effort to expand the war and potentially draw everyone into a global conflict. That's your plan. That's your humanitarian plan. Are you fucking kidding me? Are you the weakest, most pathetic, uh, you know, selfish person in the history of the earth? It's unfathomable. It's inconceivable. And and you're going to talk to the United States like you know anything about any of this shit. The speech was laced with American patriotic references. Of course it was because the speech was probably written for him by the American CIA. Clearly also an appeal to the broader U.S. public to Pearl Harbor, 9-11, Martin Luther King, and an urge for Americans to remember that heroism and leadership etched on Mount Rushmore. Oh, Oh, mama, the speech further had a consistent theme that Russia had not just attacked Ukraine's people and values, but it was an attack on basic human values and thus the West itself. Uh, Specified that a thousand Russian missiles and drone strikes had rained down on the country since the invasion began. Rained down on the country. Yeah, like military targets and airfields and Navy bases and so on and military formations. Probably correct. That's That's what war is. That's what happens. The destiny of our country is being decided. Early in the speech, he called the war a terror Europe has not seen in 80 years. Here comes the Hitler comparisons, right? Is this a lot to ask for? A humanitarian no-fly zone? This is designed for the normie population to see. No, it's not a lot to ask for. We need a humanitarian no-fly zone. We need to stand with Ukraine. And Pierre Polyev, we need to do more and stand with Ukraine. It's my little gra- what, is it a lot to ask for? Is World War Three a lot to ask for? Yes, yes, it is. Yes, it fucking is, actually. I have an idea. Big Dick Zelensky. Why don't you lead by example? You want to inspire people? You want you want people to follow your example? You want people to fight for your people? Put on a fucking plate carrier. Go back to Ukraine from Poland. Gather up all the troops you can find. And go face the Russians in the fucking field. You will definitely die. For sure. But it would prove one thing that you are willing to die and you believe in this idea that you so aggressively are promoting around the world rather than hiding in an embassy in Poland and doing blow and fucking hookers the whole time. It's just a thought. If you want other people to go die for a cause you believe in, supposedly it's worth dying for, well, why don't you show us how it's done, big fella? Pierre, you're next. Suit up, buddy.
Rumble PPC says, happy belated birthday. Wishing you all the best. Late to the party. So what did I miss? A lot of me yelling about things. You see Pierre's tweet? Yeah. He's done. Health of Commons. House of Crazy. Elizabeth May is cringe. <laughs> Pilot Mike says, please don't stop telling the truth. This beer is on me. Fuck war and all those calling for it. 100%, brother. Last resort. Not first resort. Comrade Taco says, uh, John Horgan says, protesters should get a hobby. Give her heads a shake. They don't have a hobby, John. They lost their fucking job because rich, fat fucks like you stole it from them. Says it would be a lot easier with $1,000 a month extra you're set to get April 1st, fucking prick. Fuck John Horgan. He can choke on his fucking goddamn croissant. GGR, happy birthday. Thank you very much, sir. Camus Keys is Nathan Rothschild had his trusted agent, Nathan, stationed in the Napoleonic front line so Nathan could hear about the English losses or victories 24 hours ahead of Wellington's Courier, the birth of insider trading. That's a true story. That's a true story. Rumble PBC says, Today on Twitter, uh, lame brain Brian Lilly of the Toronto Sun said, Canada needs to do more in Ukraine. Brian Lilly's a fucking moron. Uh, which includes committing our soldiers to go fight. I called him out saying, You first, Brian. Exactly. I would at least respect you for that. If you're going to say, like, Well, we should go fight them like I am. I'm going right now. And anybody that doesn't come with me is a fucking coward. I'd say, I disagree with you strongly. I think you're making a huge mistake. But respect, big balls. And you're committed. You're clearly committed to your, your your choices. I can't take that away from you. Brian Lilly has probably. I would. I would. F- Philip, what do you think? What are the odds? Has Brian Lilly ever been in a fist fight in his entire life? I say no. I wager no. I wager that Brian Lilly has never raised a closed fist to another man in his entire fucking life. Not one. He's probably thought about it a lot. I bet he's had probably a girlfriend stolen in college and he went home crying about it in his dorm room. He's like, I would have, I'd fucking, you know, in his head, he manages a different scenario where he beats the shit out of that guy. And you know what I mean? But I, I doubt he's actually ever done that. But he's perfectly capable with, you know, demanding that our young people go get fucking, you know, cooked alive by, by Russian and rocket artillery. And, and how many Russians do, do these people know? I know a few, not, not very many. I do know that they don't deserve this. I can find what I'm looking for here. You ready to get real mad? Ryan Lilly. Canadian Orchestra. Oh, Canada's just the... I mean, I'm so proud of this country. It's a joke. Canadian Orchestra cancels Russian pianist despite him publicly opposing Putin. The Montreal Symphony Orchestra has banned a young Russian prodigy uh, pianist from taking part in its events this week, despite the musician publicly opposing the Russian invasion of Ukraine. Alexander Malofiev has dropped was dropped from multiple performances by the OSM after several Ukrainians demanded he not be allowed to play, a move that will presumably stop Putin's war machine dead in its tracks. The OSM feels that it would be inappropriate to receive Mr. Malofiev this week. The organization told Canadian broadcaster ZBC-TV, despite condemning the invasion, Malofiev's thought crime appears to be his plea that Russians and Russian culture not be targeted due to the actions of the country's current military and government. Russian culture and music specifically should not be tarnished by the ongoing tragedy, though it is impossible to stay aside now. It doesn't matter, Mr. Man. You're the wrong kind of person. See, you're like me. You're a freak. Like me. We'll cast you out like a leper. 
You're just the wrong person. You're the wrong. They don't care. It doesn't matter what you say. Doesn't matter that that that's what's terrible about when you see these right wing people, right, and conservatives, and they try to, no, no, I'm woke, guys. I'm you know, Black Lives Matter, and all that. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter how hard you. It doesn't matter. You can give up your whole, your wife, your daughters, everybody to get gang banged by every Somalian migrant in the fucking world. It doesn't make a lick of difference. It doesn't matter at all. Donate all your life savings to BLM. Never. It's never good enough because they hate you and you're their enemy period end of story and same as you why you were born in the wrong part of the world and tv decided they hate you but we'll only stop there will we no we won't russian children are being bullied and abused over their nationality of course they are of course they are by the tolerant inclusive left you know there and probably not even them probably right-wing people as well there is no left and right I, I, I that, that, that that's another thing that needs to. I declare this dead now. There is no longer. I am officially. Where's my knife? Uh, it's in another room. I decree this is over. The left versus right no longer fucking exists as of right now. As of probably months ago, actually. There's people that have common sense and still have a soul, and there's everybody else. Period. The end. That's it. There is no universe. Where attacking children is okay. It says, quote, they are afraid of being dropped off at school in the morning. Human rights organizations save the children reports that Russian children in Danish schools in Denmark, I'm sure it's happening all over the world, are being bullied and abused because of their nationality. After being approached by multiple parents complaining about their kids facing harassment merely for being Russian, tell me that's not happening in Canada and America and every other every other part of the world. Save the Children has embarked on an effort to approach schools and institutions in a bid to raise awareness about the issue. <laughs> One of the things that needs to be focused on is the strange ridicule online of being Russian such as dancing ugly like a Russian or memes where people look evil like a Russian, he said. The irony. These same people these same people, the Canadian Anti-Hate Network. <laughs> Sorry, I just had a, I lived out a fantasy there for a second. <laughs> Golf 1-1, one, one, uh, good effect on target over. Target destroyed. Uh, Raptor 6-2, target destroyed, happy hunting. Golf 1-1, one, one, uh, see you on the next one, Roger over. Yes, that was me calling an airstrike on 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 Khan via Russian Su twenty five. That's what that was. All right. The road is long with many windings. Those people, because you, you said something like, "Hey." Maybe a culture we've been at war at at war with for twenty years. It's it's not the best group of people to import into our country in the tens of millions. It's probably not a good. That's Islamophobia. It's a phobe. It's a phobe. Re hatred. Re. But this is okay. This is okay. Facebook says it's fine. You can you can call for the deaths of Russian people and 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 assassinate their political leaders and all that kind of stuff. It's fine. It's totally fine. In fact. The country that we so much support. We're standing with them so much. Ukrainian TV host calls for the genocide of Russian children and quotes Adolf Eichmann. Yes. 
Unfortunately, that's true. Ukrainian TV host Farhudin Sharafmal <laughs> took to the airwaves to demand the genocide of Russian children, quoting Adolf Eichmann as he called for killing children. Yes, really uh, uttered the vile comments during a segment on the Channel 24's news uh, station. He says, I know that as a journalist, I have to be objective. I have to be balanced in order to be to report information to you with a cold heart. But to tell you the truth, it's very hard to hold on now, especially at a time like this. And since we are called Nazis, fascists, and so on in Russia, I will allow myself to quote Adolf Eichmann, who said that in order to destroy a nation, you must destroy, first of all, the children. Because if you kill their parents, the children will grow up and take revenge. By killing the children, they will never grow up and the nation will disappear. He then went on to assert that he would personally kill Russian children. Oh, bros, we are so on the right side right now. Fucking stand with Ukraine, bro. I mean, totally. They're fucking... Yeah. <laughs> he says the armed forces of Ukraine cannot kill Russian children because it is forbidden by the rules of war and is prohibited by various conventions, including the Geneva Convention. But I am not from the armed forces of Ukraine, and when I get the chance to take out the Russians, I will definitely do it. <sighs> cool. Cool story, bro. That's uh, that's good stuff. Um, <laughs> it 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 it's it's it hurts your head. It's funny how things have you know, these people are such hypocrites that it's uh. It's it's hard to it's hard to even come up with words to be honest. Sean M's is a DEA agent once said that the fent that fentanyl isn't a drug; it's a chemical weapon. It it may very well be. The irony, right? Because the opium wars in China, the British uh, pumped the Chinese full of opium to just des just to you know, as a way to weaken them as a people. And now it's being done to us by the Chinese. Ha 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 ha! Funny, not funny. GGR says war makes perfect sense if your economy is collapsing and the politicians need to save their asses. It's too bad it's our kids that will pay for it in blood. Well, it won't be fucking mine. I can tell you that right now. And as far as I can, as much as I can help, it won't be any of yours either. I will never shut the fuck up about this. You go over there and fight that war, you're an idiot. You're the dumbest person that's ever lived. You're a moron. Because we've got access to all this information. You could, pos you could find out anything you want. It's all still available for now. And you're choosing to be ignorant and throw your life away because, well, TV said so. And you want the upvotes and you want the likes on Facebook or whatever the fuck it is you're after. You want the social media clout and the Instagram posts or whatever the hell it is. <laughs> this is Darwinism at its finest. Uh, CRJ, cocaine rim job. He's back. Uh, House on my street has a Ukraine flag. Funny I didn't take him for a neo-Nazi militia, man. Imagine that. Yeah, they don't even know what the hell they're doing. They just want people to think that they're better people. They want them to believe because they they don't know how to do it. They don't know how to be people. They get all of their social cues and direction from their television and from mass media, popular media. That's how they their entire identities are formed around this mass. Uh, you know what's it? Mass formation psychosis. <laughs> yes, sir. Anastasia four eleven says a lie doesn't become truth. Wrong doesn't become right, and evil doesn't become good just because it's accepted by a majority. Booker T. Washington, great quote. Won't hold still. It's a serious question, though. How is it some world leaders are still walking around breathing moistly? Oh, and happy birthday, you beautiful, bigoted bastard. I, I don't know. I have no idea. 
I don't know. That's a good question. Philip's Disciple says, I vote we make Daglon a kingdom. Hard to go on a crusade without knights. No kingdom, no knights. Good point. Solid point. Maybe. I like emperor, em, empire. I don't know. Kingdom, maybe. That's, perhaps. I don't know. St. Maurice Bear says, the boomer politicians pushed Russia right into China's arms. I, it's, I wish I knew what was going on. You know, I really, and, and people have asked, like, what do you think is really going on? I, I don't know, and I, I can only speculate. I'm an idiot. I don't know. I don't know what's going on in the Kremlin. I don't know what's going on in whatever fucking psychotic realm of Chinese empire, you know, building they have there. I don't know. But I do know this for a fucking fact, and I will die on both of my feet smiling about it, you know, uh, if, it, if it comes to that someday. That the people here in this part of the world, in our government, in the Canadian government, in the American government, and the, the Western powers and the Western media, all the people that, that run our part of the world are fucking lying. They're fucking lying and they're liars and they've always been lying. And they don't care about us and they don't care about our well-being and they're not interested in, in, our, in, our, uh, in, our, self, in our interests at all. That's for damn sure. And they haven't been telling the truth about goddamn anything important for a long, long, long time. So take that as it is. Period. Zodiac says Zelensky should be grateful for Putin's restraint. The fact he hasn't wrought the full force of the Russian military and turned Ukraine into a parking lot should be commended. I Right? Because they're not trying to. They easily could. They easily. I'm very aware of the Russian military capability. Not so much as probably, you know, people that are, I, I'm fairly aware, right? I know what they have. I know you, you've got a pretty good idea of what the Ukrainians have. This is a mismatch. You know, there's no way. They aren't trying to kill as many people as possible. It shows a building on fire. Oh, a tank shot a building. Why did it do that? Because there was a guy with a fucking anti-tank rocket in that apartment building trying to fucking, you know, put a round down onto the top of this tank. That's why he did it. If, uh... If Russia wanted to erase a city, it could easily do it anytime it wants. It could take that entire building down, no problem, no problem, no problem. Wouldn't even cost very much. Why aren't they doing it? Because they're not trying to kill innocent people. They've surrounded the cities, and they're urging the Ukrainian government to surrender. And if they don't, they're, they're bombing them with leaflets saying, just come out, just come out and surrender for the love of God. Don't make us do this. Urban warfare and urban fighting is the worst worst possible condition do you understand there's no power there's no grocery stores there's no water nothing and everybody hides in the basements all day every day until it's over which could be months uh in grozny in chechnya a lot of the and the chechens are talking about the we survived on rat blood because the rats are down there living with you too by the way you're gonna get used to that and they would drink the blood of the rats to survive that's the reality of street fighting and in city fighting for the civilian population. For the people, the soldiers fighting, death can literally come from any direction, any time. Sewer vents, air, you know, window buildings, rubble piles, fucking goddamn everywhere. Anytime you're just walking along, dead. Got one right in the neck. Oh, sorry, shitty. There you go. That's how it. Is. That's how it goes. Booby traps. It's it's not. It's horrible. It's absolutely horrible. Every 10, 20, 50 meters, you're probably going to die. And then you have to go into a building. Right? You know how good you have to be at shooting to kill someone at fucking five meters range? Not very. He sees you before you see him. You die. That simple. And you know what else happens when you go into buildings and in, into room? Like, well, you know what? The first thing that goes in there is a fucking grenade. Is that a room full of enemy soldiers or is it a family hiding from the war? Don't know. Don't care. We'll find out in a minute. Boom. It was a bunch of innocent people. Oh, well, moving on. Next building. Next room. Room to room, house to house, on and on and on we go. So we'd rather like to avoid this because the Russians are definitely going to win that fight too. 
definitely. The only difference is you can lose now or you can lose in two months' time and have 100,000 dead people instead. Which one would you rather? Stop being an idiot. They surrounded the cities. You can't win. You have no... <sighs> what would I know? I was only a professional soldier for nearly 15 years. I, I don't know anything about this. Um, Zodiac again says, Happy birthday. Welcome to the old club. <laughs> I'm not old. I'm 36. I'm, I'm old. It's, it's terrifying. It is honestly scary. <laughs> Hellbilly's wife says, More proof of there is no such thing as racism against Caucasians, right? Indeed. Two cents. I just want to say thank you. It's been exhausting fighting this locally. Thank you for fighting and taking the hits for this community. Fuck the CBC and every clown in that corrupt circus we call Parliament. Appreciate your fighting, your fighting spirit, brother. Thank you. Thank you, sir. I appreciate you. Feather Not Dot says, Whoa, I didn't realize the Danglon was such a big deal. You're so charismatic. I didn't realize you were manipulating a poor Aboriginal without access to clean water, by the way. And leading me into some cult of freedom or at least logic, truth, and critical thinking. Is it too late to be pro-Canada? I don't know. I'm pro diagonal at this point, and Canada wants can go. However, it's just a flag. It's just a, it doesn't matter. You know, I'm I'm pro sane good people that want to just be left the hell alone and live our lives, and you know, not not um, you know follow the lies of the global homo or whatever you want to call it. Right? Um, we're done. We we don't care. We're not involved. We don't you know just leave us the fuck alone. Right? You guys want to go live in you know live in a live in a nightmare psycho scenario and go ahead go go do it go have fun uh, we're not we're not playing we're not involved Windsor five nineteen says the, the people who've been saying it's just <laughs> if it's just saves one life for the past two years are now saying war yeah exactly uh, Hail Billy says as much as we would love the kingdom of Daglon let's start with the bigotville there's hey I don't want to get ahead of yours but. There's, there's, we've got ideas. There's some things have come up that seem frighteningly um, feasible. I, I may, I may be, I may be in the business of buying a, a, a decent sized apartment building and filling it full of people. Could you fucking imagine that? I could, and I'm like, that would be dope. That would be epic, actually. That would be that would be insane. So we could probably fit 20, 30, 40, maybe 40 people. I don't know, but uh, it's going to be a lot of work and a lot of money. And uh, we'll see. See, look, I was like, I was like, I guarantee you, we we get this and we get the funding, and then we renovate the fucking place and fill it. I was like, I can put fucking, I can fill it in a day. Give me one day, 24 hours. I've got people living in. It. I fucking promise you. <laughs> We're going to paint one side of the building all black and get a big white slash on it, big Daglon flag outside. That's good. Mm, mm. Parties every Saturday. Fucking every fucking Saturday. Community fucking getting wrecked time. Oh, dude. It wouldn't, wouldn't, wouldn't that be something? Uh, 5,000 applications. We've only got room for 28. You know, it would be nuts. We've got to buy more buildings. I'm going to take over a whole town, a city, a province, a nation. This is how it starts. All right, I'm going to start as a slumlord, and then eventually, <laughs> RV parking. There's a lot of parking, actually. There's a big parking lot. I don't want to get into it right now. Uh, we're just kind of probing the possibility of this being a thing. Um, no noise complaints, Frank. There's no neighbors. I mean, it's, it's, it's genius. I walked by it, and I'm like, oh, my God, this is perfect. Anyway, we're... Another time. It'll be another time. Will the apartments be called Waco? Probably yes. Waco, yeah, yeah, pretty good chance. <laughs> I just, I, we, we don't have, everybody's getting all excited. Listen, just wait. It's, this is years away at minimum, but 
That would be that would be pretty great. Um, Dirtbag Welder says you were 33 when I started watching. Wow. Um, yeah, a lot of time has gone by. <laughs> a lot, a lot of shits happened. Um, let me see here. You'll find this. All right, I gotta take a quick leak, but I want to play you something now. Um, kind of in the vein of what I was what I was saying, and I played it before on the old stream. The old stream, this stream, the always, the all or nothing stream, the always popular stream. Um, they live in a va- in, in a bubble, in a vacuum. Why this one? Why is nobody asking that question? Excuse me. I'm I'm not. I don't think I'm insane, but. Can I just ask why this one? Mr. Speaker. No, you shut your mouth, you ham-legged fuck. You sit down. You stink. Take a shower. Sit the fuck. Sean Fraser, you tall-legged bastard. You got a low center of gravity, bud. I will pick you up by your knees and slam you right in your goddamn crooked fucking spine and end you. You sit the fuck down, too, you tall fuck. Both of you sit down. Sit down. Sit down. I'll fucking see you later in the parking lot. I know where you live. I'm from the same town as you. I know your family. <laughs> He's threatening him! You goddamn brother. <laughs> Get him, Phil! I have a question. Why this war? Why is this one so, so important to you? Because there's been quite a few wars in the past 20 years. But this one, for some reason, you've all got the pins on and the flags. You're all going, oh, 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 oh. you're all doing that. And you're, you're all standing with you, the current thing and all of this and all of that. Do you remember a year ago when another, a NATO country actually, Turkey, yeah, uh, pretty authoritarian, pretty, it's a lot of murders, a lot of political murders, a lot of, you know, there was actually an attempted coup by part of their country to overthrow this fucking psychopath, and he, you know, killed all of them. Then they helped, they helped a, uh, a neighboring country invade, uh, invade, you know, Azerbaijan, actually, invade Armenia. Do you remember this? Probably not, because CBC didn't tell you about it. Thousands of people died. 10, 20,000 people were killed. It was like a genocidal rampage. And um, funny thing about that is that uh, there's a there's a really popular rock band you may have heard of called System of a Down, and they're actually from Armenia. It's uh, between Russia and Iran, I believe. And they actually literally begged the world for help because Armenia is a very tiny country fighting against Azerbaijan, a uh, pretty pretty extreme uh, at the time, probably still uh, uh, Islamic faith-entered country with the military financial backing of Turkey against the people of Armenia. Where did that go? Why wasn't there a, a national fucking address about that? Isn't that weird? Do you, do you not remember that? It's weird you don't remember that. You didn't remember it because you were never told about it. And you're never told about it because, well, who cares about that? There's no money in that. Um, but anyway, they made a whole music video about it. And the whole thing is, is great. And um, <sighs> They say that the first casualty of war is the truth. That's always true. And the, and the second, third, fourth, fifth, and final casualty all the way down the line is, uh, you know, the innocent people. 
That's always true. So again, Pierre, Jagmeet, Justin, you guys all, I, I volunteer you guys. You guys want to go? You're under the age. Go sign up and go go right now. I'll be right back. I'm going to take a quick, uh, quick break. And uh, It's a good song. I like it. And it's a good music video. And it's, uh, you know, ask yourself why there wasn't the national hysteria around this genocidal, which really was an insanely brutal, violent, a lot of torture, gang rape, people being skinned alive, all kinds of horrible shit was going on. Why didn't you ever hear about this? It's a good question to ask your local fucking MPs and MLAs as you send them the recruitment forms to join the Canadian military, I think. People are behind this. Weird you never heard about it, huh? Where are we on this one, Pierre? How come I didn't hear about this from you, Jagmeet? You wouldn't you wouldn't be selfish and just not generally care about human life in general, would you? Is that possible? It's weird, huh? Fuck goddamn all of you. I'm not doing it. We're not doing it. 
I would sooner take up arms right here, right now against you motherfuckers than I ever will in another part of the world ever again for your fucking lies and your bankster buddies. Fuck you, make me, motherfucker. You come down here and strap my ass into the back of a truck and send... I dare you to fucking try. You know what fucking blood... You know what fresh you spill blood smells like? I do. You wanna... F- <laughs> Let's go. System of a Down was always pretty based, but after this song, and they donated all the money they made from this to the, the people of Armenia. By, by the way, Russia brokered the ceasefire between these people and has thousands of soldiers there to this day monitoring the ceasefire. Russia, not NATO. NATO made this mess. Just throwing that out there. What a beautiful place. <sighs> Just hate the lies, man. There's so many lies it makes baby Jesus cry. I don't like it. If you want to read more about this, you can look at it, look it up on, uh, you know, whatever. Wikipedia is not very reliable, but the 2020 Nagorno-Karabakh War. And you can see here Azerbaijan in Turkey uh, versus uh, Artsakh in Armenia. <sighs> Oh, look, who's, look who supported the bad guys again. Israel. That's weird. It's weird that keeps happening. Weird that the Israelis gave these motherfuckers money. Really, they gave, and Syrian mercenaries, and Turkey. Wow, Muslims. And, and it's so weird. Thousands dead. Tens of thousands dead. But Canada didn't care about that. We need to, we need to stop rushing and rushing and rushing. It's a fucking farce. It's a joke. And if you buy into that, you're a child. You're just not... Uh, He's not paying attention. Meanwhile, Zelensky thanks Zuckerberg for helping win, helping him win the propaganda war with boomers, with boomers on Facebook, I guess. <laughs> you're done. Facebook, you're done. There's a thing called Telegram. And you don't own that for now. That'll be that'll be shut down. It says it's also a fierce battle in the informational space. It is. Look at this piece of shit. How do you have so much time for please help me send help shut up you fucking bitch put your fucking gear on and get back in your goddamn country and fight them or talk or show up who is negotiating for you the negotiation team the negotiation team what do you mean team you're the president you are the team. You're the fucking president. If I'm president of a country that's at war with the Russian Federation, they send a delegation to negotiate, uh, you best fucking believe I'm showing up the fuck up. I'm the guy that's talking to them because uh, I'm the president. What? What kind of display of narcissistic cowardice is this? And where even is he? He's in Poland. Everybody knows he's in Poland. Facebook for helping us lie and conduct more hate crimes against the people of Russia. 
There's so much. There's other COVID shit. I don't want to get into it. Really doesn't matter. You need four doses. You know, just one more dose. Yeah. Fully vaccinated, you'll need a fourth dose after this year, says, you know. And, you know, Delta Cron is here, and we've got, you know, blah, blah, blah. No one cares. I don't care. Um, most people don't care. I do want to mention this um, for a number of reasons. If I can find it, let me scroll up in my own. Oh, my God, dear Lord. Why can't I scroll in? Wrong page. So on Saturday... Uh, this has been happening uh, all over the world, really, but this is kind of a it, – it's it's cool how this kind of leaderless networking kind of shit happens. Um, if you're in Nova Scotia, Aldrin Landing to Dartmouth uh, Commons this uh, Saturday, March 19th. Worldwide Rally 7, and they're having the same thing in uh, in PEI and in numerous other provinces and countries as well. Uh, if you know where the Dartmouth uh, Commons are, I believe – or Alderney Landing, is that where it is? I'm not sure. It's on my Telegram page if you want to go find it. Um, we ain't done. <laughs> it's, it's not done. Um, a lot of guys are showing up to that. Uh, I think uh, old Spinney, the ghost of Winchester, or I'm sorry, the ghost of Wellington himself is coming, and uh, Brian Marr, I think, is coming, and, and a lot of people are going to be there, so... If you're in the area and, and you're interested and you've got nothing to do on a Saturday afternoon, come on out to come on out to Alderney Landing in Dartmouth and come hang out. Yeah, that's right. Everybody's pumped. Yeah, that's right. We're all we're all a bunch of people are going to be there. Maybe I'll maybe I'll get up on a truck and yell some stuff at people. I might maybe I'll get all fucking angry, but you know maybe maybe I'll cause maybe I'll do uh, you know I'll traumatize some some people. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. Probably. <laughs> and all very very likely. Very likely. What else? Shit like this just pisses me off too. Unvaccinated CBRM employees to return to the workplace. Uh, Cape Breton regional councillors have voted eight to five to allow unvaccinated employees to have been on unpaid leave to return to work. Now that Nova Scotia is easing restrictions. So what was the point? What was the point? What was the point? There was no point. Pfizer made all these pharmaceutical companies made a ton of money. You destroyed lives. You created rifts and divisions and chasms, canyons in society that can never be repaired. So rich people could make money and you could virtue signal and, and on and on we go. Ugh. Old spinny. Yeah, that's right. He's old, old spinny. Old goddamn spinny number there. You know, and this shit's still going. Growing number of countries identify cases of Delta Cron. Oh, no. Crimea River. Yeah, I don't care. It's not real. I really don't give a shit. What I do give a shit about is stuff like this. U.S. tells Europe that Russia wanted armed drones and Beijing responded positively. It's continuing. <laughs> Spinhead. Jake Spinney. That was the ghost of Wellington. I want to go watch that after after I'm done here and see how he, how he made out with old Viva Fry. Um, but, yeah. They make no mistake that the Russians and the Chinese are, are buds. And uh, <laughs> U.S. has told his allies that China responded positively to Russia's request for military equipment. Cables to allies in Europe and, and Asia do not say if China has provided help or just told Moscow that it would provide support. <laughs> Pentagon official says, Russian forces do not have enough men and equipment to encircle Kiev, let alone take it. <laughs> It's funny that America has now become the Baghdad Bob, where it's like, listen, everything's under control. We've no, we've destroyed them out. Like one side is clearly lying to an insane degree. 
listen, Russia's losing. They have no chance of winning. I mean, it's a joke. It's a, oh, they're just getting absolutely destroyed. That's why we need 50,000 foreign volunteers. We need weapons from every country we can find. And our president is going to go around on a whore, you know, dick-licking tour across the world to beg for help from everyone they can, they can imagine, everyone they can find. That's how you know you're winning. <laughs> And you know what the Russians are doing? Not even bothering. They've not even bothered. They're not even bothering with the propaganda campaign because it's your your internet lies versus versus actual on-the-ground uh, battlefield accomplishments. They're like, we're not wasting time. We'd rather just kill you where we find you and take your shit and uh, rip your flags down and and run you people out of town. We'll do, we'll focus on that, and you guys focus on your lying and your and your theater and your wee and all that. You guys do that if you want, but we're we're not we're not bothering. It's a waste of time. <laughs> and they're not even using, dude. The Russians are using like old, like shitty. They're not even using even their top. They're not even their second line guys. They're using T seventy twos from the eighties and shit. They, they, they've got brand new stuff. They just, they're not using it. They don't need to. Why waste it? Why, why risk it? You know? They've sent in reservists. Do you know why? So they can learn how to fight. They're getting their teeth cut. They're learning how to get shit. They're learning, hey, it's your turn. They send in the fucking new guys. Send the green guys in. That's what they did. They sent in all these green reserve units. Russia's military is mostly reservists. And then there's a smaller contingent of really serious professional regular force guys. Same with China. They've got a huge amount of reserve part-time, you know, and they sent these guys in so they can learn. So, they, you know, oh, man. I mean, I, yeah. And now there's this U.S. Russia's man pads to Russia or Ukraine downplaying the risk. What did Russia say about, you know, people interfering? You're, you're arming their enemies. They're giving weapons to their enemies so that they can kill Russian servicemen. How would the United States react to this? How would the United States have reacted if Russia had been arming the Taliban in Afghanistan? They didn't. But what would they have done if they did? The Chinese did, but nobody talked about that. We didn't talk about that. A uh, man pad is a, uh, basically a, a, a man-portable anti, a, anti-air uh, weapon. Anti-tank weapon, sorry. And they sometimes end up in the wrong hands. Is there a video of this? I think there is somewhere. If I have it. Nope, I'm going to say that for a minute. These are all photos. What are you doing with the photos here? That one's no good. Don't need that. Yeah. This is this is in a nutshell, right? Just because you don't like it, and just because you don't want it to be a certain way, there's lots of things in this world that I don't want it to be that way, but you must accept it for what it is because that is nature. That is the world. That's how it works. I don't, uh, you know, I didn't make this place. I just work here. Right? And as far as war is concerned... You can pretend and virtue signal and, and concoct any kind of <laughs> fantastical whatever scenario you want to believe is true. But at the end of the fucking day, it's you and your friends, however capable you are at organized mass murder, which is what it is, versus another group of guys on the other, other side of the battlefield who are equally committed to organized mass murder. And how serious are they and how serious are you? Well, this is where we're at right now. 
I like this meme. How it started, how it's going. George S. Patton, and uh, there's a picture here. You've probably got a few hundred guys on the deck of a Navy ship during what appear to be rough seas, actually, if you look at the top corner there, in a makeshift boxing ring with no headgear, and these guys are just dummying each other. And when you look at the, the, the fitness levels of these men back here in World War II in the 40s, they're all ripped. They're all in great shape. They're all fucking, you know, men. They're like, let's fucking go. Let's bang. And this guy here on the right appears to have quite the size advantage on the guy on the left, and they're just trading blows. This guy over here is just casually watch them dummy each other everybody's watching them fighting right that's world this is how the guys pass time we'll, have, we'll just fight each other whatever right there's a quote from george s Patton who says it is foolish and wrong to mourn the men who died rather we should thank god that such men have lived that's a great quote and that is that is the right attitude because people die every day you can die for anything you can die for nothing i had a friend of mine uh um a girl friend, not a girlfriend, but a friend of mine who was a girl, <laughs> and and she was on her on her way to one of her first days at work as a as a teacher, driving to her her new job, and she got slammed in a car accident and died, just like that. She was like twenty three. You're here, you're gone. Period. It doesn't matter if it's war, if it's cancer, if it's a car accident, if it's fucking whatever. You're not guaranteed or promised tomorrow or any, or even next an hour from now. You somebody probably listening to this is going to be dead in the next two days. <laughs> not to be not to be you know dark about it, but statistically, that's how it that's how it be. You know, so to lament that that's how you know life ends like that is horrible. You should be thankful and go thank God we had people like that. Where would we be without people like this? Now let's go to how it's going. You've got the U.S. Navy Twitter page, calm before the storm, hashtag namaste. Did you know that hashtag yoga is one of the many ways that sailors can get their mind and body right to at sea to stay Navy fit? Hashtag fitness Fridays. Friday fitness. And you've got a bunch of people who, you know, a bunch of them here, they're fair, most of them are overweight and out of shape, sitting around, you know, on their ass on the deck of a Navy ship. <laughs> Out of these two pictures, which one, if you, if you took away the captions and everything else, if you're like, which one would you guess is the Russian military and which one would you guess is the U.S. military? Trick question. They're both the U.S. military. One was the 1940s and one is today. The Army of Woke. It's so sad. Uh, Johnson Triple Six says you've been muted for a few minutes. Nah, I'm gonna keep it on top of this. Nice try. Is the hate bag still around? I don't have one with me, but it, it, it does exist. I like to sign up to get an apartment in the Dagalon building. Milkshakes every Saturday, dude. It would be a dream. I would love that. I would love to have a have a. I want everybody in the same place, just for just for just for community's sake, right? It's a great feeling, and Ottawa really hammered that home. That was the real takeaway from that is that it's a everyone was so happy and and just and you know why that is I can tell you why that is was because you had thousands of people and everywhere you went in the street everyone was there for the same reason because regardless of of, of background upbringing belief system whatever it is we were all there because we you know those people in that building are fucking fucked in the head they're 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 awful. They're evil. And we want to do something, right? And, and anybody that was there, you came all this way. People came from British Columbia, from Saskatoon, from Alberta, 
from from PEI in Newfoundland. New Brunswick, Nova Scotia, they came from all over the country to be there. To participate. That that gesture alone was enough for me. Just to see someone else standing there. Some a lot of people were there from Ottawa, but I was like, just because you're here, you didn't have to be here. You could have stayed home and watched Netflix and did whatever. And you're out here, it's minus 30, whatever the hell it was. And you were here now with me face to face across and and I'm sorry I didn't get to meet as many of you guys as I got to, but I probably I probably took pictures with 100 people, 200 people. I shook hands with so many people. It was the best time ever. And just to know that you guys cared that much to go all that way and be there in those conditions in, in, in that situation, um, you know? I mean, you look around, it's like there's an army of people here. There's a there's a huge huge there's a tribe of people here that 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 speak the same language as me that that speak the same you know soul vibration if you want to get weird like that as me we're on the same page and it was just an overwhelming feeling of love and support and 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 camaraderie that I haven't seen in my entire life not even in the military not even during wartime it wasn't like that so thank you guys very much. And that made me understand that that that's that's that people need that they need to feel as though they're home somewhere, that the people that live around them, and the people that you know are in their community are are of their same kind of up of their you know belief system. The things that matter to you matter to them, and if something bad happens to you or them, you or them will show up and and they will help you pick up the pieces and do what they can do to to to, to take care of you. Not because there, there's any money in it for them or there's upvotes or there's social media clouds, but because, hey, those are people we care about. They care about me and I care about them. And I want to help them because it's just what you do. And these people don't understand people like us. And that's fine. I don't give a shit if they do or if they don't. The fact is that, that we do exist, right? And I was there. I was there the whole time, minus three or four days. I drove home to drop some guys off and I drove right back. I was there the whole fucking time. And you know what? It was... We do exist, and there's a shitload of us. There's a there's a lot of us, man. So don't let anybody make you believe or, or or let you believe that you're by yourself. And it's all it's not that way. There's a lot of us. There's a ton of us. And I encourage you to please go out. and And that's the main reason, right? You know, the, the, what's the goal? What's the objective of these of these rallies and these demonstrations? Is it to stand there? Is it you're going to convince the government to change their mind? No. Are you going to convince the police to do anything? No. You're not going to do that. But what you might do. What you can do and has been done is that you're going to convince people, you're going to, you're going to bring people out of, their, out of their homes, out of their holes, out of their man caves and whatever, and bring them out into real life. And they're going to see and understand that there's other people that, that think like them and feel like them and want to help them and want to be their friends and be their family. And in doing so, you might save somebody's life. Somebody that was ready to give up and go away and just, you know, sail off into the ocean metaphorically may because of that effort that you put in choose not to do that and understand that they're not alone and that they have friends and they have peers and they have a community that cares about them and uh, it's not over <sighs> so that's why it matters that's why you do it right a little bit you know take the small victories whatever you can uh, Comrade Tacos says, poor kids everywhere. It's always them who suffer most. This is why we can never give up the fight for truth. Fuck you, make me six emperor Tyrannus. 
You can't. Muslim the bigot beheader. <laughs> what? Inshallah, Takbir! What's up, man? I love this guy. He says, lab rats slash leftists will always bring up overthrow democratically elected government, but won't speak on USA, Israel toppling Ukraine, democratically erected I totally, what the fuck is going on with my voice today? But won't speak on the United States and Israel toppling the Ukrainian democratically elected government in 2014, making currently one illegitimate. And also Elections Canada admitted 205,000 mail-in votes from our last election in Canada weren't counted. Yeah, they, they, like to, they like to pick and choose and cherry pick what they want to talk about and what they don't. Like that guy. That guy was there in Ottawa. That guy was there in Ottawa and he, he brought a prayer rug with him with the Canadian Charter of Rights uh, you know, stapled to it on one end and they ripped it out from under him and stepped on it. Where's that, where's that CBC story? They have it. They know it. They know, they know it exists. Why didn't CBC show the video? Why, you know why. He was there talking to everybody. You probably have seen him. I think I put him on my Instagram page, right? He had the he had the headband on and the whole the flag and everything. <clears throat> doesn't fit the narrative. Doesn't matter, right? Somebody Karen Kuzno says I'm guessing they were PPC ballots. I would not be surprised because uh, that was greater. That two hundred five thousand votes was greater than the margin of victory. So that should trigger a recall, but it never did. I marked it sold since uh, on Rumble says since GSG is refunding the donations and no way to donate to the truckers. Thanks uh, for the truth bombs. Cheers. And then uh, I think I got that one. Oh, I, I missed that one earlier. Sorry. My apologies. And, and again, the truckers are the real heroes here. Those guys, those, yeah, CBC wouldn't talk with them. Why wouldn't they? Why wouldn't they? He's a Muslim guy living in Canada and he's got an opinion. Shouldn't you want to talk to him? Well, it's the wrong opinion. And that's the proof. That's what I was saying earlier. It doesn't matter. You can virtue signal all you want. It doesn't matter what you look like. It doesn't matter what your skin color is. It doesn't matter your, what your ethnicity or religion or any of that means. It does that. None of that matters. What matters is there's something wrong with you as a person. You think the wrong things. All this identity shit is, is a leftist tactic. It's a, it's a, it's a weak uh, way to separate people and, and, and put them into camps and pit them against each other. They don't care. They don't actually care who you are, what you believe, what you're, what you're made of. They don't care about any of that stuff. That's a great example of that. Hell, Billy's wife. <laughs> I say her name different every time. So many, I'm just going to start calling her Ashley. <laughs> so many people afraid to have someone not like their opinion. They're slowly walking, awaking. Thank fuck, but a lot now stand with Ukraine. Just beating her heads against the wall again. Wonderful timing, hey? Rumble PPC says Putin warned it's irresponsible. Of the United Kingdom, United States, because terrorists might get those man pads in a plane, might get blown up in the near future. What's your thoughts on some U.S., Canadian, U.K. events going to fight in Ukraine? Don't do it. It's insane. You're retarded. You're insane. Why? Why? You want to go shoot Russians? Why? And you're not even going to. You're going to be dead before you even get a chance to do it. Why would you do that? What'd they do to you? What did the Russians do to you? For you to, for you to want to kill another human being, it's got to be pretty fucking serious, right? It's, um, and this is how they sell it, right? This is how they sell it on people. This is how they sold the, the war in Iraq and Afghanistan and everywhere else. They made you feel as though you were being attacked. You had no choice. You have no other way out. You have to do it. It's, you're morally obligated. In fact, the people attacking you are evil. 
they're war criminals and they're rapists and they're whatever it is. And and you know what? If you study every war in history and the war propaganda leading up to every war in history, it's always the same. Do you know they told people in the First World War that the Germans were bayoneting children and crucifying Canadian soldiers and raping women and all this? All of it proven and none of that happened. But it was enough to make the Canadian public feel as though we it's our it's our obligational, you know, we're obligated as decent human beings to fight these people because they're evil. There's something in us, something that goes back to I don't know, story time, Star Wars, whatever the fuck is wrong with us that makes us believe that there's there's a good guy versus bad guy kind of thing. And that is very much the case. There are very bad and evil people that live in the world, and there are good people that live in the world, except it's um the the, the position is it's flipped. It's not, you know, good guys here and bad guys there, left and right. It, it, it's this, bottom top. That's the problem. The bad guys are up there. They're up there and they've got all the money, they've got all the influence, they've got all the power, they own all the companies, they own all the politicians, the oil companies, the energy companies, the media companies, the celebrities, all of that. The bad guys are up there. They've got all kinds of money. They're a big fan of hats. <laughs> They like the hits. It's very important. And they're experts at divide and conquer, and they're experts at, at you know making pitting pitting people against each other for reasons that aren't even real. You know why? You know why I really liked Muhammad Ali. What I really thought about Muhammad Ali was was a legendary. Th- a lot of people called him a coward at the time and a traitor, or whatever. And I was like, <laughs> you know, he said, "No, I'm not getting drafted. I'm not going to Vietnam. I'm not doing that." Because his fight was with the U.S. government and the U.S. state and people because of how, you know, he and his friends and people in his community were, were being treated at the time by that state. It's like, okay, well, since we treat you so horribly for no time and, and all this time, and now we're going to send you to go, we want you to go fight in Vietnam or a war for us. He said, you know what? No Viet Cong ever called me nigger. <laughs> has, anybody in, has anybody in Vietnam ever fucked with him directly? Or They think, nope. No, they didn't. Good, pretty good fucking point, isn't it? You know what? No, no Russian government has ever has ever deplatformed me, taken money out of my children's you know mouths, food out of their mouths, or, or money out of their pockets. They've never published news articles about me calling me a, a terrorist or a, or a white supremacist or someone that's trying to establish an ethno state or a danger to the community or any any of the shit and vile poisonous garbage that these motherfuckers have done. You know who's never done that? The Russian Federation's never done that. And I'm supposed to perceive them as my ultimate enemy when in fact in actual fucking reality the country that I live in and the government and its media and corporate state are the ones causing the most amount of disruption and negative impact on my life. And I'm supposed to support these people in their quest to fight another people on the the other side of the world that has nothing to fucking do with me how fucking cucked do you have to be to have to submit to that get down on your knees unzip those pants and take that dick in your fucking mouth take government daddy's dick in your mouth the hallway right to the fucking root if you think that's true if you think that that matters you go right ahead oh good good ukraine Russian aggression yeah what's your tax rate how's that carbon tax treating you 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 are you able to care for your aging parents can you can you pay for that? Can your can your kids afford everything? Can you afford everything you need for your family, your kids? Do you have anything for your retirement? Do you have anything? No. Your your life sucks. 
Your standard of living has been dropping decade after decade after decade. Your prospects for the future are dimmer and dimmer and dimmer by the day. And simultaneously as this is happening, the people benefiting the most, the people in the halls of power with their corporate connections and their media connections, are making more money than they've ever done before. And as this is happening, it's like, hey, by the way, if it's not too much trouble, we'd really appreciate it if you and yours can go over to Europe and die in a fucking fire. No! How about suck my dick? Fuck you! I'm not doing it. Go the fuck to hell. Do you think I'm retarded? Do you think I'm at, do you think I'm dumb enough to be an officer of the RCMP? Do you think I'm that fucking stupid? Holy shit, you must think I'm dumb. Making Gains says, could you provide us with a music soundtrack list? So many great songs in your pre-show and beyond. Apologies if you've done so already but missed it. No, I there, uh, well, there is apparently a 104.4 big FM Dagalon, home of Dagalon radio station channel somewhere on Spotify. I don't, I, I don't know. It might be shit that I've played. It might be someone else's totally personalized thing that's completely not music I like. I have no idea. Um, if someone is that dedicated and wants to go through every single stream and every single pre, so I start the streams usually at nine ish, and I let her run for 10, 15 minutes while I set up, and it doesn't really start till nine fifteen because I, I I do the I do the, admittedly the you know the showmanship rock star thing where I'm like it starts at nine, but I don't show up till nine fifteen. <laughs> but I'm here trying to set shit up, and it's a pain in the ass. It's just it's my process. Don't judge me. Uh, if somebody wants to do that, you go right ahead. But it is a lot of songs, and I actually had a guy. I screenshotted everything in my library and sent it to him, but it was you know it all fucked up. But we're working on it. Uh, it, it may exist, it may not, but you know, anyway, we got to get out of here. It's time. It's time to go home. We're close to that time. Anyway, I think so. Um, I got another 10 minutes maybe because I started late. <laughs> Joanne Burns, amen. Best rant ever. I got a lot of them. I got a lot in here. They never stop. Um, CRJ says it's pretty much your playlist genre with a, with fan additions. Quite nice. Okay. So CRJ is, is a fan of it. Uh, Comrade Taco, it was you. You're the one. He said it was too small to read. I tried. I was drunk when I sent it to you. Uh, to be fair. <laughs> oh, I never even found it. I, I was trying to find an outro song for tonight, and I, I couldn't. I'm sure I thought of one. I'm going to have to try again. Oh, I know. I got to go to another guy. It came to me earlier. It always, it always comes to me, and you know? it always kind of. There we go. Anyway, <laughs> World War woke. That's where we're at. Uh, Anastasia says, "Can't let the podcast end without asking for an OnlyFans page. That's going to cost more money than you guys have. I'm sorry." Then again, I do need a lot of. I need, need a lot of money for lawyers. I'm quite deep into it already. <laughs> What? That's not a bad one. No, I got one for you. It's it's a '90s punk rock alternative song. If that makes you feel better. Um, this is the unifying thing, man. Like, what? What? Who is your enemy? What? What separates <sighs> the divide and conquer, div divide et impera rule philosophy? It's been working forever. It's been working so well. 
and they'll divide you by any kind of means possible, by sex, by religion, by race, by by anything, by polit anything they can fucking find that's a that's they can get in there and just rip that open and they will try to make pit you guys against each other. But at the end of the day, who's doing that? Them up there and us down here. We're all down here. Just the peasants of the world, you know, the regular folks. And if the media didn't do their bidding and lie for them and cover up for them, they'd never get away with it. And uh, this story really, really should send it home for you a little bit. This is from uh, blacklocks.ca. Uh, List of favorite reporters for tips on campaign coverage. Federal consultants compiled a list of 25 reliable journalists to be instructed on correct, quote, ways to cover general elections according to access to information records. The consultants led by a former Toronto star executive would not comment one way or another. It says, quote, it falls to government to ensure the new media ecosystem does not operate in ways contrary to the Canadian principles of peace, order, and good government. Oh, so you've got preferred journalists, huh? Ministry of Truth, huh? Is that how you're doing this? At the same time, Minister in Charge of CBC applauds the legacy media's convoy coverage. I bet it does, Pablo Rodriguez, the liberal Canadian heritage minister, seen here with a homosexual of unknown origin. I'm not sure, but I'm just judging by his general. Oh, that's Justin Trudeau. Sorry, I just immediately assumed. Um, applauded legacy media journalists for their skewed coverage of the Freedom a Convoy protest, but has also hinted they are entitled to even more government funding for it. According to the Black Locks reporter, the praise occurred during a webinar last month titled The Future of News, which was co which was hosted by Liberal Connected Ottawa Think Tank Canada 2020. Canada 2020's executive chair was one of the Liberal parties of Canada's past presidents. Rodriguez appeared alongside executives from federally subsidized media outlets, including The Logic and The Norwal. Rodriguez says, quote, you guys are there to cover what happens in society at all levels. I don't know. I don't know how he talks. I just adopted a random accent. Look at the role the journalists played during what happened in the last few weeks in Ottawa and elsewhere. While speaking, Rodriguez also promised that there was more the Liberal government could do to support legacy news. I think there are even more things we should be able to do. We're looking into that context of supporting the whole ecosystem. He says, we need to have those people who are f totally free to say, you know what, minister, what you say is not good, it's not factual, maybe you're wrong on this or that as a politician. I have to face those questions every day, tough questions all the time. Despite Rodriguez's remarks, legacy, outlet media, legacy media outlets have been overwhelmingly supportive of government media subsidies and the government's negative response to the Freedom Convoy, probably because they're being paid to do it. They're being paid to do it because, like I said, it's them versus us versus you. There is no left, there is no right. It doesn't fucking exist. There's rich assholes with all the power and they're consolidating it every single fucking day and it's a runaway train of greed. It's a runaway train of greed and a pursuit of power for the sake of itself at your and your children's expense and there is no limit to the amount of death, destruction, and chaos and people they will not kill and things they will not destroy and life they will not fucking strangle to preserve and enhance and in, in, entrench themselves in their own fucking disgusting despicable lifestyles they are fucking evil and every single one of us from every background and walk of life if you're just a regular person a middle class person a lower class person if you're a person that doesn't own a billion dollar corporation should resonate with you because you are the target of their destruction do you understand their goal is literally as insane as it sounds because they are insane is to enslave all of us and make us their slaves you will own nothing and you will be happy. They very much believe this. 
There are billions of us. We outnumber them astronomically. And they maintain control in, in, in this weird hypnotist psychic level of control network over everyone because of their television stations. Because of these, it's crazy. It's being chipped away and it's being bled away at every day, every week, every month, every year. It's a battle. It's a war. And that's the only war you need to care about. All right. Ukraine is, it's interesting. It's fascinating. It's insane. I get it. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm all into it too. I get it. I'm loving it. T.me slash Intel Slava. You want to see what's going on? Go there. Go there. You want to see dead bodies? You want to see shit on fire? You want to see what's really going on? That's the one you want. 257,000 subscribers last I checked. But that's not the re- that that is a that is a front of the war and the war is them versus us. It's evil versus, you know, good people. It's insanity versus sanity. It's the inversion you know, of everything. Everything good and natural and normal and and you know, love itself is under attack by a bunch of psychopaths. None of this shit, your, your nationality doesn't matter, your country doesn't matter, your language doesn't matter. It's the same if you're in Denmark, if you're in Germany, you're in Italy, you're in Spain, you're in Canada, you're in fucking Portugal, you're in the United States, you're in Brazil, you're, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. The same thing is being, is being thrust upon everyone all over the world. Australia, New Zealand, Japan, South Korea. We're near the end game. The monopoly has, has come close. They're very close. They're very close. And they want it all. They're going for it. And that's the real war. So for every single person that's out there that's been supp- that, that's supported you know, the, the, the work that I've been trying to do and, and other people in your community, whatever it is, however small that you've, that you've maybe perceived what you've done. It may be a lot bigger than you think. The fact that you're here at all that you're participating at all. That you've been willing to put yourself out there at all. Is, is commendable and astronomically more than most people are doing, which is absolutely nothing. Because the, the cowards and the zombies and the NPCs of our world, they just want to watch their sports ball and worship their celebrities and, you know, like Instagram posts of whores and all this kind of stuff and beat off the free porn and eat pizza and go to, and, you know, and <laughs> die early from heart disease. That's what they want. And, uh, you know, no matter what happens, it's been, a, it's been a hell of a ride. It's been fun. And uh, I wouldn't trade it for the world. I would, I would, you know, ride or die with you guys any time of the day and, and, and in any scenario forever to the end of time because this is what it's all about. You guys are real human beings, real people. The kind of connection that I, that I, that I made with so many people in, in Ottawa and beyond and, and previously in that amount of time is, is more valuable to me and, and more life-affirming and, and, and foundational to the things that I believe now than anything that, that came before that and anything I could imagine after it. You guys are, are the real deal and you're amazing. And, and this is what it's all about. This is what gives me purpose and, and makes me uh, function and, and keep putting one foot in front of the other and, and keep going from one day to the next. And uh, I'm not fucking going to, if they, you know, it's going to end someday. They'll kill me. They'll put me in jail. I'll die of a heart attack. I'll, you know, get hit by a bus. I don't fucking know. I don't care. It, it is what it is. You know, you're here and you're gone. What does your life mean? What are you doing with it? What, what do you, and, and I've seen so much of what you guys have done. A lot of you guys here in the chat, I know that 
you know, participate in a lot of these, a lot of these things that have been, been happening and, and past previously, currently, and then in the future, I'm sure. Um, I wish I had the time to meet every single one of you and shake your hand and spend a couple hours and having some drinks with every single one of you. I wish I had that time and I continue to do so. I try to, it, it fills me with, uh, with, um, you know, you know, the human spirit and satisfaction that, you know, we exist and as hard as they want to crush us all and snuff us out, it just doesn't work. Somebody has to keep the fire going. You know, and if that's the best you can do, maybe it is even maybe it's not even our destiny in this life cycle. Maybe when the chains are finally broken, it's a hundred years from now. It's our grandchildren. But they don't have a chance and they can't have an opportunity to do that if we don't keep the fire going. You know, if it's the last thing you do is just fire one more log on the fire in, in the hopes that somebody else is going to come by and stoke it up a little longer until they're dead and on and on and on until the conditions change and the world changes and eventually, finally, these motherfucking people are finally torn down like the corrupted, demented, rotten, asbestos, trash-filled building that they are. If that's what it takes, then that's what it takes. War is hell. That is not even the right song. What's going on here? There we go. <laughs> Philip, you fucked up. You fucked it. You're having cocaine withdrawals. I understand. It's okay. I understand. It's all good. It's all good. I hope you guys had a good time. I appreciate it. Just thank you so much, guys. No one gets on the truck. The truck will come for you when it's time. You don't get on. Thank God your friends and family for every day that you get to be here and participate. This is the most glorious struggle of any time in history ever. You're fighting the most evil people that have ever existed, and resistance is your existence is resistance. Do you understand? The fact that you exist and defy their wishes every minute of the day <laughs> makes them mental. And it's the uh, it, it's my honor and privilege to do so, and I hope you guys continue. I love you guys so much. K Purdue, I gotta I gotta quickly get through these. Thank you very much. Had enough one wife to Hillbilly Deluxe Anna Anna Nandova Feather Not Dot CRJ Making Gains Rumble PBC Wife to Hillbilly Deluxe Muslim the Bigot Beheader. Cheers, cheers, you beautiful bastard. Comrade Taco Johnson Triple Six Phillips Disciple Hillbilly Deluxe. Dirtbag Welder, Windsor 519, 2 Cent, Zodiac, St. Maurice Bear, Wout Holtzill, Anastasia 411, CRJ, GGR, Sean M, uh, Cam is Key, Pilot Mike, Liquid Boog, TYZ 49, 49er, 49er, Fisher of Men, Black Guy, Bigot, Red Star, Asian, Cinnamon Snow, oh, don't make me, Blams, Crisby, Chelsea, Kieran Kanzler, you son of a bitch, don't forget, I did not forget what you did to me tonight. Sergeant Bear, uh, I sell feed picks for Kremlin, the evidence honks for honkers, Mick Glasgow, Joseph Call, Karen SK. All about my dream in some place! Go get your 
yourself one of these and get some stickers, some keychains, and all kinds of things. UnpopularOpinionApparel.com. They're on uh, all kinds of stuff, Facebook and Instagram, whatever. UnpopularOpinionApparel.com. You can get one of these. Please go get there and get some. Niagara Mac. And uh, Sergeant Bear. Thank you guys very much. Propatra, 6 Temple Tyrannus, RagingDizzard.com. My name was I'm not gonna be around Friday. I've got shit going on. I've gotta get I'm gonna do all kinds of shit. I'm not gonna be here Friday. Next Monday, hopefully, I will be back. If I'm not dead from the amount of things that are going on the next few days. Saturday, I'm gonna be in Dartmouth at the uh, Worldwide Freedom Rally. If you wanna come out, you wanna come say hi and, and spit on my face and you know, punch me in the dick, feel free to do so. <laughs> I will be out there. I'll be out there for you. And uh, what else, Phil? Do we got anything else? What do you want to do? I don't know. Are we good? I think we're good. Uh, all of the things you can follow. Follow me, please, on Telegram. T.me slash Raging Dissident is my main uh, updating uh, clearing board for all kinds of updates and showtimes and links and all kinds of relevant things. If you're a fan of the community, the podcast, the channel, please go there. T.me slash Raging Dissident. RagingDissident.com. Uh, there's links to YouTube, Instagram, all the other stuff is on there. Please go there if you want to. Other than that, thanks, guys. Thank you so much. Please have a, uh, a great evening. I will see you next week on Monday. Have a great weekend. St. Patty's Day. We're all a little Irish tomorrow, a little Irish this week. And that means we're going to have lots of unprotected sex with women. We're going to disavow and pretend we never met him. And you're not my son. You don't even look anything like me. I'll fight you. You know, the, tri- the typical Irish way. The offspring are gay now, but I really did love the song of the day. Cheers, guys. See you next time. Pro Patch with 6 play The Death is stolen. Fuck him. There's going to be probably some kind of after show from Derek or Ferry or somebody. I'll post the link in the Telegram channel. I'll see you next time, guys. Cheers, Pro Pat. And uh, I'll see you next time. I don't, I don't know if they celebrate St. Patrick's Day in Russia. Phil, I, I mean, maybe. Is there a lot of Irish-Russian immigrants? I don't know. They probably got their own... Well, let me see. Let me... Let me type... It says here, Phil, that... Uh, it says here that... Oh, no. So, no, they don't. They don't celebrate St. Patrick's Day because, actually, the amount of alcoholic... Um, holidays they they became so many they became so frivolous and stupid to even have a holiday to get drunk was just basically another day of the week in russia so they, they all kind of melded together uh, i don't i don't i don't speak i don't understand the cyrillic language from what i can tell from the pictures phil is that it seems as though they've just been drunk constantly since about 1981 pretty much non-stop and no one really quite knows how to detox. Uh, so there's that. I don't know if that's... Is that good for you? or? I'm, I'm sure they like cocaine in Russia. Phil, everyone loves cocaine. I don't know what the prices are. If You, you know what? Um, 
You've only been back a little while, but if you want to go and make a quick trip and, and report back, I know we are expanding our, our businesses into different different areas. I don't know how Putin would receive a international cocaine supply. I, I don't I don't know. I'm let, just just go and, and, and feel it out and then get back to me. I'm sure they have their own their own network there. I don't want to step on any toes. And um the Russian mob is a little uh <clears throat> murdery, you know? They they te- people tend to end up you know, in trunks and stuff. So just just be careful. No, 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 no. No, put the AK-47 down. No, no, no. You can get your own there if you need one. I'm not... You're not going in there with a hockey bag full of blow and an AK-47. <sighs> Phil, because they already want to bomb Canada very, very badly. You're not helping the situation. I'll see you on Monday. I'll see you on Monday. This is a mistake. 